the best team in England for the entire season is the hardest thing to do in any league anywhere in the world. Period. Sounds like audio crisp. where three Canadians talk about English soccer. On today's show, joining me is the usual crew of Paul and David. Gentlemen, how are you today? Good, man. Fantastic. It was fun, guys. That was fun. We just, we just, uh, just to let everybody know, to give you a sense of where we are, we just watched Spurs lose to Man City, although it was a, it was a quality effort on their part and a, and a great game of football at the Dunright Inn. We just want to give them a shout out. Thanks for having us. Dunright Inn. Great also, time. want to uh, just quickly before we get into anything fun, just a shout out to Leicester Football Club uh, and to Glenn Huddle and to to the football world. Uh, it's been a difficult week, uh, and uh, just yeah, yeah. Respect. I mean, what really can you say? Shitty. Yeah. Difficult. It's the kind of thing that put like stuff in perspective. Yes. Um, but really heartwarming stuff to hear what an owner can do for an entire community like yeah. the kind of yeah. It, yeah. The impact he made for sure and with the, them to go on to win the title with him being there it's just amazing yeah. and respect to you wearing the, 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 the shirt to, to, as well like nice, yeah. nicely done <laughs> that's no, actually, that's, that's, no that's tight man that's, that's actually good. a wicked shirt it's a great shirt I'll tell you the, the season they won the Disney story season that they won yeah. I was all about what was happening and oh, I was same. like if, if I'm going to cheer for anybody this year it's this fucking Disney movie that's being played out in front of me yeah. and it was fantastic I was annoyed because we were the I team that was but at the same time I still got a Respect Hard him. not to respect him, and, and he was the owner. Like for me, he's know. the reason. He's the chairman, actually, not the owner. But See, um, that's right. Yeah, but he, but he, he was the reason why they ended up with the players they ended up with, why they took the risks they took to get to where they were. And he was just, he just was a really, really sweet man. He he made sure that the fans really got everything out of the game. Like they had, the, yeah. the, it was just atmosphere was brilliant. Mm. Players were brilliant. Players loved spending them. the money. The players loved them. Yeah, it was just. It was. Uh, it's, it's a huge loss. It's a huge loss for the football uh, community, and uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to that. Um, so yeah, let's move on to results, and we're gonna we're gonna go straight into the one that we just came from because it's very fresh in the mind. Uh, Man City versus Spurs at Wembley. It was a, it was a wonderful game of football on a really really poor pitch. Um, gentlemen, what are your what are your thoughts on the game? I know that I was I was a bit uh, bit emotionally emotionally connected yeah. to the game clearly because it's a Spurs match, but uh, I thought it was I thought it was a good game of football, and I uh, would love to hear your opinions. I'm gonna I'm gonna start just by saying how fucking annoying it is to watch any game and seeing the NFL logo on the pitch. Yeah, oh I have to agree. When it is not an NFL so, game. So the logo was the one of the worst things, but for me it was the actual state of the pitch. That oh, it's tr- horrendous all around. So horrible. So and I actually think both teams managed it pretty well considering they're both passing yeah. teams. They both like to keep the ball. They like to pass the ball around. They still managed to do that reasonably well. There were moments... Yeah, that we can talk about yeah. where it maybe affected sort of the result of was, what they were going to do. I was explaining but, this to somebody at the bar where I was like, I, I really hope that something fantastic that isn't going to be on one of those like package shows of fantastic plays for the next 15 years happens during this game because yeah. I don't want to fucking see that field, <laughs> that field and be reminded that anybody played on that field. It's a good show, actually, yeah, because well, it was well, always it was awful. Well, before we get into the game, like, you know, you being a Spurs fan, I, yep. I don't want to kind of pander here, but pander away. it's got to be difficult knowing in the back of your mind that you should have been playing that game at your new stadium. Now you're stuck playing it at Wembley. Now I'll mm-hmm. make two comments here. Sure. It's not your home stadium. 
Nope. So it's it, it, it's temporary home. Yeah. Yeah. You're at a dis you're at a hard disadvantage. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, my overarching statement about the entire field is, whenever someone says, "Oh, it's a really bad field," here's the thing: There's both teams have to play on that bad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah for but sure. But having said that, there was a, a great chance for Spurs to get a point out of the game. Yeah. And and you could argue or, or make the comment that the field may have played a role in that. Yeah. I. I, I I think it did, but I, I'm, it, it, there's no blame there. I mean, there, we had yeah. other chances. Uh, it was a, it was a good game. Lamella, the ball kind of bounced up off his foot. I still think he should score there. You know, I agree. I think he's got it. He he was going for the the higher end of the he yeah. was going top corner. He was risking he was risking missing high. Correct. Already, I think at that point you so. lean over the ball, make a touch, put it in the corner. Yeah, and he didn't do that. <laughs> you don't like your so it, it it'll be a rude <laughs> it'll be beer. a rude chance. It's a bad beer. <laughs> The Fuck. game, the game in chat. Paulie's not happy about his choice. It's a bad beer choice. Really he wanted to, to kick back. I don't think the beer is. If somebody makes a bad well. play on the field or I drink a bad beer, beer. <laughs> it's the same face I make. But to the game itself, I think yeah. what for me, I I liked two things. Well, not that I liked two. I, two things were were wildly evident for me. Yeah. Spurs don't give up. They were they were losing one nothing in the second half. To in my opinion, the better team. They fought for the last 15, 20 minutes to get a goal. I'd say the second half they fought for, but yeah, I think more so. I think they got, I think they got stronger. Yeah, as it, as the second half grew on, but I think they came out well. I mean, we yeah. had Spurs had good chances to 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 get it. Uh, you know, equal, oh yeah, Sissoko. Sissoko wasn't one of your best better <laughs> he, players. He, he gets flack, but he, he was he, one of your more influential he's players. Been, he's well had the best today. moments. He's been good but, the last like three games, yeah. particularly the last two. And again, it, it's difficult because when he makes a mistake. It's glaringly yeah. obvious that he's made a really bad mistake. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, he. I thought he played well. I thought he uh, he made some couple of moments where he, if he had made the right decision, we might have gotten that. that, that, that he ended up beating a Mendy twice. That's yeah, right. He did. Yeah. Here's my main takeaway. So when you think you talk about Man City, you hear about Man City. Mm-hmm. All you think about typically because they score so many goals, you think about offense. The narrative for me now that needs to be discussed as of right now is they're the best defensive team in the league. Who, they Man looked, City? They yeah, they're very tight. Sound very, very at the tight. Back. I would agree. They look fantastic. They are a complete football team who never stop moving. The manager has them running like a well-oiled machine. Pains me to say this, but we've got to be honest here. They're going to be a tough team to beat in yep. the Premier League. Anyway. But can I, can I also throw just a caveat on that? They yeah. are going to be a tough team team to beat. But did despite them having more chances and more of the ball and more more mm-hmm. shots, more shots off sure. net and on net. How many goal? How many shots? Maybe other than one or two, where you were like, "That should have been a goal." Maybe that David Silva chance, where he probably could have laced it in. And there's maybe one other where Aguero could have. That's could've. the one I was thinking. So, of. so, so, that's an in an entire game. Yeah. So, how much golf is there there? Now, the quality is on the ball, which I agree with. Yeah. Certainly, but I think Spurs did a really good job, similar to Liverpool. And I actually think maybe Liverpool were a bit better than it at it than Spurs were in this game. But they they. Understood what they were gonna, the, the uh, city was gonna do to them, and managed it well. Uh, Davidson Sanchez was spectacular. He made three or four brilliant, brilliant, uh, you know, uh, on Sterling in particular uh, stops on Sterling. So, I think there's a there's a way to 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 stop City from being as good as they are, and I think you're starting to see teams figure it out a little bit. What it, what is that way? They just move the ball more. I think than it's else. I think it's defensively. I think it's defensively understanding what it is they're gonna do. Make their chances. They're going to have them, but don't make them as quality as they typically here's are. Here's why no one's which, going to which be able a to lower do it. level team will 
don't don't have the know-how. And I'll make it very basic because this is what I think it is this basic. No other team will be able to do it on a consistent basis because nobody works as hard or moves as much as they do. Not even close. No, I agree. You could say Liverpool are the closest. They still don't. No, I agree. Like, it's constant free-flowing. That Barcelona game that Pep was renowned for back in... Same thing. He brought... It's what's happening at City. It's his style. It's what what he does. He does it so well. uh, Whether you like him or not, you have have to to respect respect it. it. And that's where we're at right now. I used to... I was one of those people, and it was just maybe for wishful thinking, who thought... um, that it was oh, all well, full he, of shit. Well, not full of shit, but yeah, the, oh, he was, he's sort of given yeah, the players, yeah. and you know. Yep. So but when you watch when you watch the city team, it's like it's clearly it's I, clearly he's his. He's got some good players there, though. No, but it's clearly his ability his to style. get the best out of oh, them, yes. and then and then their style is there. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like City have found like a really obvious groove. Yeah, I you're not gonna like me saying this, but I actually don't even think they they used all the gears they're capable of today. I don't think Spurs did. I don't think it was a comfortable win necessarily, but I also don't think that they had to dig deep as a team at City. I've I've seen them try to dig deep. I've seen them be held and and all of a sudden they just hit that gear and all of a sudden Cardiff just got beat three nothing. Not that you guys are Cardiff, but (laughs) it just (laughs) but when they hit that gear, when they change that gear and there's more purpose to the way they're playing and they just move it a little bit faster it didn't seem like they were even hitting that gear today. And that could have just been because you guys were making it so that they weren't able to hit that gear. There's a lot of different reasons for it. But, yeah. but for, I, for me, it's like more of a, a statement of like what we're the probably level saying here the is level that the at. level they're at right now is so strong, so good that, that even this weird fucking thing, I can't get over it because I see it every single game. They score a goal from the touchline as like a signature piece. A guy Always. drives into the touchline <laughs> boom, and boom, cuts the boom. ball back into a guy in the box once again, yeah. to do that, to bring the ball up the field so easily that you're going to do that every game and score a goal every game, yeah, it's, it's incre- insane. It's, pretty it's becoming signature. It's insane. It's true, and I agree with that completely, and I know that they didn't fully get out of gear, but I also think you could say the same about Spurs in this game. Let's look at the starting lineups. Let's look what happened when Deli Alley and Eric- Christian Eriksen came on, and then that last 15, 20 minutes was pretty much Spurs like attacking them. Now, not as quality as you're going to get out of City going the other way, which I fully admit there's a level a, a level difference there. But Spurs had another another level to go up, and they they started to go up that level. Well, then so, let me let me I'm, ask. But you, again, I'm not saying it's the same level as City, but I think that like you know th- let, that, let that's what we were watching question. in this game. We were watching two teams kind of figuring out what they were going to do with each other, and I think City. Uh, you know, had the goal, so they they were able to defend and didn't need to go forward as much. And I think uh, um, the 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 changes, the substitutions, were were really really smart from right. both sides. And you saw a good tactical game. And I think it I think it could have ended up in a. Let me ask luckily, you this. having seen the game and uh, seen how it played out. Shared. And, and hindsight's twenty twenty, so this is this of is course. the benefit of having seen the entirety. That's of the why game. we do podcasts. It's all about does hindsight. It, we could it, just call it the hindsight podcast. Does it be done feel with like <laughs> to you? And it kind of felt this way to me that the selection for Tottenham was was maybe wrong. I'm just gonna say it. Like when I saw Deli Ali out there, a lot more was going your way. For Winks. Sure. Looked very comfortable very in the center of the pitch, and it was controlling the ball and moving it forward much faster than the whoever it was. He took, I think, it was yeah. I, and it, and it's, a, it's a fair shout, and it's a good question. I thought the same thing going in. So there's the, the part of me, and this is, I think, you and I were kind of having a quick chat about that on the way here, was that I think it was a pragmatic approach, and I you don't see it for much from Pochettino. He's usually going 
I'm going to play my way. It's going to be open. We're going to attack. We're going to press. That's just what he does. But I think in this game, he knows how good City are. And I think he gave them the respect. He goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to line up with my typical back four, but I'm going to put three really strong defensive midfield midfielders in front of that back four and not give them anything. And I think it worked. Like, they got one goal off of a mistake. It wasn't a goal... It was a good goal. Don't get me wrong. A really yeah, yeah. great, really yep. great finish. But it was yep. a it was a defensive error that led to the goal. Yep. If you take that out of out of that first half, you know, the the tactics worked. Sure. Like despite you not liking them, or it wasn't very good to watch. And then he he has Erickson, Son, yep. Deli Ali to come off the uh, Harry Winks to come off the bench and then change the game and yep. then maybe get the, the which was what was very close to happening. If we score. And he scores, if we tie that game, you go, genius, genius yeah. Pochettino, right? I, like, would you not say that that was a really well, tactically well, and he knew exactly and I thought of, what he knowing was who he was playing against? He knew exactly what I he was he doing. I think he did. And I think and he I don't want to be job. unkind because I can honestly say that the absorption for it to allow for a counterattack worked twice in that game. Where in the first half, More than it, twice. I think it was Sissoko twice. It was absorb, absorb, and then counter. Sissoko was on, and it was twice that I saw that was really beautifully like that. Well, that well was done counterattack. So. That's not something that would necessarily happen if you had Delia. It's also not Spurs, and it's also not Spurs. So like <laughs> counterattack, we've only done that like once. Tactically, it could Dortmund be said it did create opportunities for you. It just didn't yeah. work out, which is you know any given day. It's for sure. But I think tactically speaking, Poch intended to do that. I was skeptical about it, but I think going into the first half down one nil. I was like, I mm. think it worked. Because down 1-0 against City in any scenario, because oh of how good they are, and then having the, those players to come off the bench, you're, you've made a good decision. And, I, and, and it almost worked. I don't disagree with what he did, but I think going with three steel guys with Suzoko, yeah. Dembele, and Dyer. I think he could have put in Winks in there with Well, this is it. So the first change guys. he makes is Winks for a reason, and the obvious reason he brings it is transition oh, from back so to good. front. <laughs> and as soon as he comes on, if we're being completely honest here, he changed the way the, the game was being played. Another level. Sport. I just love he him. Sped it up. No, he's a great player, <laughs> but he sped it up from the back. The I agree. only thing I would do different, and it's not a Deli Alley, and it's not a Christian Eriksen, I would line up the exact same way. I would have probably sacrificed Dyer for Winks for transition play. I know, play you said that on earlier about the counterattack specifically, because you've got Dembele, not Dembele, excuse me, you've got Lamella and Mora there for the counter speed. Yeah. I get what Potts was doing today. I think it was the right thing. Yeah. It's almost, and not to bring them in, but with the whole Man United thing, you got three steel midfielders who don't transition the ball other than maybe Dembele. Yeah, you're, losing, you're losing something. Thank there. you. Yeah. But if you bring in Winks, here's what I learned about Harry Winks today, and I kind of thought it, but I haven't seen him enough to you know give an educated opinion. He's strong on the ball regardless who's tackling yep. him. He he's looks a, he's small, a little guy, but he's low center of strong. a gravity. Yeah. You remind, he's, a, he's a mini, well, not even mini, he's like, a, he's like Scotty Parker. But with better with better ball control, He's technically sound, like just physical. Scotty Parker was a lovely fellow. But tur- turns on the ball, his body shape, yeah. how he how he maintains his shape, and then his he cuts and he's yeah. quick. Once very he moves quick. forward, he's like boom. You know, transition. I'm gonna, I'm very fast. Tell you right now, very very good player. In my opinion, he should be starting. I think so too. I think he will be for this team. So he, he, this, I think he might. Yeah, I think he will be. I just think we're we're in a transition period with our midfield. We're trying to figure out what to yeah. do. Dembele's kind of losing his legs. Still a very good player. Not the same player he was, you know, a season ago or two. But or you know, even last season, Dembele was incredible for like stretches. But bottom line for me, I think Spurs yeah. need to be proud of the way they played today. Yeah, um, I agree. They were a little bit unlucky. I do think still we're not as good as City. Yeah, but you know what though? Who is right now? Nobody. No. 
don't know. No one's even. Like, I think we're as good as Liverpool. I think we're as good as Chelsea. I think we're we're in that top four shout. As good as Arsenal, we're in that top four shout. We are. Oh, agree. We're as good as any of those other teams. Not to say that we'll necessarily finish there yeah. because it's going to be nuanced. There's going to be weird things that are going to happen. But all of those teams are all like close to the same quality. And then you've got City, which we've all agreed yeah. on from the beginning. That was the I hate it reality yeah. of the situation. But that's it. That's how it is. Like the it, only thing I would say right now between you and Liverpool is there might be a. A little bit more goals in the offense of Liverpool. I wouldn't. Dis- I wouldn't disagree with I that. Say, and I said, I said there might. No, no, I wouldn't disagree with yeah. that. But also, I would. You know, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. It's, it's yeah. a fair shout. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if Real Madrid just bought up everybody from Man City? And <laughs> Isn't that just and, like? And can we just like light a candle? <laughs> you know what? And like a midnight vigil, <laughs> just praying that truth. somebody. Here's the <laughs> truth: they vigil. can't afford them. Yeah, they, they don't have any money like they think. Man they do. City are one of two teams on the planet who can buy anybody they want. Okay, guys, so we've spent a lot of time on this game, and we really enjoyed it. We all watched it together. It was a lot of fun. And I want to say that this could be a thing that we might start doing in the podcast. Let us know, uh, whether personally or send us an email. Uh, email. Do we have an uh, We need an email. We'll get an email. <laughs> it's going to be... Get, send us an email to an address we don't have yet. We will have it uh, at the end of this podcast. Perfect. I'll put it in the show notes. There we I'll go. I'll create it. It'll be uh, the North End podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, send us an email. Let us know what you think. But we want to we want to kind of add that 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 uh, that this sort of scenario where you we watch a game and then we, we speak about it afterwards because there's a lot of passion there that we're, For sure. we're enjoying. So uh, let's move on to some of the other. Plus, let's the other be results. honest. It's easier to go straight from drinking and talking about footy at a pub to yes. do this and drinking. And yeah, just ru- just just ruin the fact that I have a, yep. a reason for the spot. I'm yeah, gonna perfect. Set up, set up the email. Hey, how about how about uh, a shout out for the food at the Dunright? Oh yes, yeah, so I, I want to say you guys were gonna mention that earlier. Yeah, Sean uh, Maitland. Uh, sorry, Sean Austin Olson, uh, who's Maitland's father. He he makes a mean fucking grub every time so we i watch spurs there all the time it's a spurs pub but we you know you you convert you've been there with the one spurs match against united and Polly obviously knows you know, there's a lot of a, our, our our own club team goes there to watch uh watch football matches uh sean makes a kick-ass curry he makes a really good english breakfast and uh it's like eight bucks all you can eat and it's dope and so he's just a good dude come out for a game done right done right uh it's queen right. queen of niagara and toronto ontario canada Shall we jump into the weekend's results? I think we results? should. I think we should, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Brighton and Hove Albion at home to Pauly's second team. The one-night score, the one-nil score line maintains, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> it feels nice. That at least the score line maintains. Glenn Murray. The outcome wasn't right for the Wolves. the opposite but for you. At least it's one-nil. Okay, so I, I, do, I think Wolves have a problem scoring goals. Well, I was just, I want to talk you about reckon? this a little bit. <laughs> I, I watched I don't want to go out in this limb. <laughs> I watched it, and there is a, they spray the ball, they move it in the wind, midfield well. Their defense is good. Their defense gets forward very well. Their fullbacks get up the field. Mm-hmm. They don't have a striker. They do not have a striker. They don't have a striker. Well, they do, but nobody's scoring goals, and that's going to be a problem over there. I think that could be addressed. I would hope that could be addressed. When, in January? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I think they'll be looking for him. Because as of right now, like, it's it's a pretty dire situation. And the guy they have is still popping in the occasional goal. It's just his conversion rate's horrible. But he's getting lots of opportunities. The, that midfield is, is. is great enough to, to get him the goal-scoring opportunities that any striker would want to feed off of. Um, I don't think he's quality. But I think they're in the Premier League. They're doing well. There's a lot of excitement about them as a, as a project, so I think they may have some funds. I would hope. I don't know. I don't want to pretend like I know too much about Wolves, but I I feel like 
you can you can get yourself a striker in uh, the January window, even if it's a talented young guy on loan. Well, they've got money and, and they've spent it. So here's my question: They're down one nothing with ten minutes to go, five minutes to go, fifteen. Who cares? You've got Treori on the bench, and he's an unused substitute. We've seen the entire season every time. Yeah, that he was comes a good on. show. You Treori that. played that game. No, he didn't. He started he was... that game. Treori did? I don't think. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, man, I was watching him run around. Actually, actually, you were right. He came on the sixty-first minute. Yeah, so. I didn't notice him. You're going to drink your beer? Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. What is that? Like, that's not forgetting somebody's name. That's just mm. a flat-out statement of fact. Not knowing what was actually happening. I was watching the Liverpool game before it. <laughs> okay, because I saw him on the bench. I'm like, oh, okay. So how? let me ask you, how was he? He's, he's quick. He's pacey. He's, he's, he's just dumb. He doesn't make the right decision is what it is. And I think that's why he doesn't start. Like, he's very good. He's got this natural gift, but yeah. he's just not playing football the way like he's he's, he's surrounded by guys who decision are decision making he's just not doing it um is the honeymoon over for wolves or well i mean what what was i'm gonna I, i'm gonna have what to was say the yes supposed a little to be? bit i'm gonna have to say yes a little bit i mean we they've gotten away with those one nil wins those like getting it over the barely getting over the line free kick uh you know moment of genius but and they're good they're good but I think I think they need they need something definitely need somebody to start finishing for them yeah. um, up front because how many goals have they had in the season? Yeah. They've won a lot of games, mm-hmm. but with, haven't scored very many goals. So they, they, for, it's, for it's going to be a massive difference for them. If Wolves stay up this year, that's a win. They're def, like that's looking like a very comfortable statement that they're going to stay up. I think so. The oh, found, I think they'll the stay foundations up. for yeah. the Wolves right now. Like the defense is really good, and that's one of the hardest things to maintain when you get promoted is your defense. And their midfield looks fantastic. Yeah, they're not scoring goals, but when they do, they still squeak out one nothing wins. I, I think middle of the table is a, a real success for them, and I think that's going to be where this story goes: middle of the table. But that's a Cinderella nothing story for Wolves. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. You, no, you were I think promoted that, and you finished middle of the from. table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, a phenomenal yeah, season. It's a good for result. Any promoted yeah, yeah, team. for sure. I just think that, like you know, we've seen them do so well. Yeah. Or seemingly yeah. do so well, well. Great start. Yeah, that it was kind of like where are these where are they going to go if they start actually playing even better when they can start scoring goals. But I just I don't know they're they're, they're missing something. Oh, well, they're last missing clearly game, in the goal score. Last thing on this game is this Brighton home stadium a bit of a fortress. For oh these yeah. Guys? Well, yeah, yeah. We I think we've talked oh. about it a couple times. Brighton at home right now are really really good yeah, yeah, and they're really well managed. Yeah. Again, just such a organized side. Like they, they they're getting it for me. They're under the radar a little bit. I think you know what's weird than, with Brighton better than than people are giving them credit well for. Organized. I, I, I well organized. I was watching the Brighton yeah. game, and this which is, matters a lot. This is a thought right. that In came across because sure. uh, of fantasy football. You tend to watch a game and you try to find the good player who's really cheap on a team like Brighton who might yeah. get you points. And I was looking at it, going, "Holy fuck! Like this is a team that's doing really well for what they are." Glenn Murray, man. But I have a real hard time understanding who the star player is. Glenn Murray. And I don't think Glenn Murray is that good. He's I just think he's got the goals. He's getting a lot of goals right now, but I, like some of the goals I'm seeing are a bit fortuitous. Oh, yeah. oh, but like he's been brilliant. He's not that player that you're like, holy shit! Like, can you imagine if he went to Liverpool next year? Like, what he would do there? Like, no, they don't have or like a defender who's a monster that's like shouldn't be playing there. They just have a lot of guys who are very well coached, yeah, who, who are doing everything. Like, like the mechanics are all seamless. That's the and manager, it's, though. It's I've been impressive. saying that. They're yeah. incredibly well managed. It's great management, but it's just it's a little bit weird to see a team. Where there just isn't one or two players where uh, you can see the future being out of that club. How long have Brighton been in the Premier League now? This is their third this season. Is, right? That is third or second. This is their third. 
Are you sure? For nearly 100% sure this okay. is the third, third season. I don't know if it's her second or their third. I, <laughs> almost almost positive it's the third. No, I think last year was her first year, man. I'll, I'll, I, I don't, I'm, I'm nearly... I'm not confident. You seem confident. If only there I'm was a device confident. that we could type this question into to find out the answer. <laughs> How long have Brighton home? <laughs> <laughs> well, Siri. We'll, we'll revisit that one. Okay, so Fulham Anyway, my point home. being is they've yeah. been in the Premier League and I'm almost 100% sure it's been three seasons, that, and, they, and they're, they've continued to get better. Their manager understands how they want to play, and he, he, the players that come in, the players being able to keep, they look like they, like they deserve to be I there. Got, I got that this being their second year, and Paul's checking it out right now. Don't wait for me. Just keep talking. Okay, we're going to keep going. Okay. Fat fingers. Fulham at home to Bournemouth. Bournemouth, 3 nothing. I'm going to just preface this by saying Fulham are fucking Shit. Shit. Defensively atrocious. Let me ask you a question: Are they are they right now They're going the worst down. team in the league? Are they worse than Huddersfield? That's what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's like a it's pretty toss even. up between the two yeah. of them. I'm so, so surprised because they had not. so much. I am because they had so much potential. You know, they had so much potential uh, coming out of that league. The way they played, the style of football. Everybody was like, "Ooh, they're like they play Premier League style football. They're really open. They pass a lot." I just you're just not seeing any of that in any of these matches. They just look clueless defensively. Like they just look like they have no idea what they're doing. You know what's weird? It's, like it's shocking how like bad they Paul are. Paul said earlier, they've got a couple of really good players. They like a Brighton doesn't. Like Mitrovic is a decent striker. Mitrovic is a great striker. Andre Shurla played for Chelsea. Shurla should have scored. Yeah. Oh, he should have. Yeah, that chance. Well, well. Sessegnon, we don't know who he is, but Jean Michael Siri, who I came think we from know France. who Sessegnon is. I think Sessegnon is an overrated youngster who was, you well, know. Oh, so you're calling that out? You're saying he's overrated? Yeah, I am. Uh, I think at what? this point, he's, I think it's a fair. Definitely it's under. A, it's a fair statement at this point. Look at what we're looking at. Like, I, what has he done in the Premier League? I don't even. You know, like, maybe he's on a better side. Maybe if he plays for a team that like he's better managed and, and has other players around him. I think but, there was a hype train around yeah. him last year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say much. overrated is the right word. Overhyped is probably the better. Yeah, yeah. it's a better way like, to put it. Sure, I would agree. He might still be legit. Like he did yeah. fantastic things. He could. He could 17. come around. He could come around. But yeah. it's seemingly to me that that team is just not what they you know were made out to be as far as the no. Yeah, that's fair. Like they're. High octane attack is non-existent. So here's yeah. the other thing I want to talk and about. And I think I mentioned this uh, last week that I'd be putting money on Bournemouth for that game on yeah. uh, Sporting Attack. Did you? They're I did. How much you make? I made like sixty bucks. Nice. That's They're crazy. fucking paying. And it was like money. it wasn't even. I, I think I bet twenty bucks. You have I, a I didn't even blink. With That's them. a lot of money for me. I didn't even blink. I was like, this is a guarantee. You're getting free pints at Dunn right in, and he's getting fucking free bets over there. There's, there's From shit where? Sportingbet.com? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I gotta get on that, sportingbet.com. Oh, what's the site called again? Sportingbet.com. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, we Callum, need to get in touch with them. Callum Wilson from Bournemouth. He's looking in the business, man. That's what I'm asking here. Yeah, he's... Uh... He looks. I don't even know what kind of style striker he is. Like it's hard to like, poacher, right? He's a poacher, right? But I don't know. I don't like. He's he's scoring the goals in, and he's scoring well. And I think I think a lot of what he's benefiting from are uh, the young talent that seem to be stepping up at Bournemouth. Like Cook uh, is playing really well. And Brooks looks Brooks right. is looking legit. Like again, he's getting, this, again, he's getting this... fed the ball in areas where he's one on one with the keeper, and that's his making the yeah. run. But like that run is being identified. Again, by though, a lot this of is guys. another really well managed team that's agreed. That, yeah. That's playing as a team. They're an offensive team. Very offensive. Yep. They have been for some time. Yeah. But this is a team that, like, you know, how many? How many? What's their stadium like? 
like 15,000 people or yeah, something like that. It's nuts. Like, no. they're a small, small they're doing well. side, and they're doing really well in the Premier League. It's not yeah. lovely to see. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of, I love that. I love seeing yeah. a team like that get to that place in the Premier League. But again, so we, uh, wonderful. So, final thought is it Bournemouth playing really well, or Fulham are terrible, or both? Both. Both. For me. Okay. Yeah. I think you have to say both. For sure. I also want to give a shout to Ake. I thought Ake looked yeah. really good. He's I don't on, know he, how he's still there, to be honest. He's on Spurs' radar, know. actually. We're thinking is about. he? Yeah. 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 What do you need him for? Uh, like we're gonna lose some. Like we've got some central defenders that are gonna be uh, a little bit older yeah. in the near future. Watch. Oh, you're like, oh, older world. He's gonna leave, so we're gonna bring an Aki. Just to be clear, we didn't say anything. <laughs> you, Sitting here quietly, drinking my beer, yeah, man. making smiley faces we're that ju- nobody can see. We're just listening to you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he's on our radar. <laughs> um, Liverpool, 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 Liverpool. I think we all got this one right. Hey, I got this one so close. I picked three one. I picked three one. Yeah, and it was. Free one with like in the 85th minute, and I'm like, I got this fucker, I got it, I'm gonna win it. And I then remember they that, and I was like, yes. Because you guys are like, oh, you think Garden's gonna score? You think Garden's gonna score? I'm like, I yeah, didn't. they scored four goals, they're gonna score, and they scored. I don't remember talking that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Liverpool. So, I don't know, you prick. The guy who I think you've been uh, you've been on a little bit, Brian. Uh, I've been- Mo Salah, Mohamed Salah yeah. with a goal and two assists. He was he was very good in this game. Yeah. He's a very good player. He stepped up uh, in the Champions League first. He scored a goal in the Champions yep. League in midweek, and I think then you sort of saw. I think that I think it was a catalyst for him, and then came into this game and he looked he looked a lot more like he he played last season. He looked way more comfortable on the ball, way more relaxed, yep. way less pressure, and you, and you just saw him kind of open up a little bit, and that, that that's going to happen. It's 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 form, right? Like. That's what how form exists. It's confidence thing. He looks now like like he did last season, and I think he'll he'll crack on. I don't know that he'll score as many goals, but he's going to score a lot of goals. What about my shout for buy of the season for thirteen million? Shakiri with a nice goal. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, what yeah. what what depth? Okay, if you're going to buy depth, that's quality depth. He's, to, a, he's a phenomenal. He's a great player. Yeah, to come off the bench like he does, and to, and to he's he's showing like a lot of maturity to, in doing it in the way he's done it because he knows that he's not going to be the first choice in that in that front three. But when he comes off the bench and gets a goal like that, I mean, it's a shout, like good shout, like pfft, nicely done, dude. You know, four like goals, they're they're a goal yeah. scoring machine. Yeah. Uh, you know, they might not always score four. They didn't actually look like like four is a bit generous in this game because it was like two one up until like the 80th yeah. minute, and they you know they were good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, they were I, decent goals though. They were, but it was a bit it, like it. I don't think that most, if you watch the whole game, that you would have thought four one was a fair result. Like two one maybe three would have been a bit more fair. But hold on, if someone told you that Liverpool were going to score four against Cardiff, like I'm not saying you wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I'm saying if you watch the game, if yeah. you watch the quality of the game and you watch yeah. the the back and forth, came Liverpool did not look that great going forward, but oh. they still managed to get the yeah. result, and then they end up getting those goals towards the end of the game. Fair. That's what you do yeah. when as a, as a as a big team as a winning that's team. Right. I get that, but I'm just saying you have to take into account like. It doesn't like four one isn't like they just spanked him four one and it was easy because it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't indicative. It wasn't easy. You yeah. know who I'm jealous of at Liverpool? Like what they've done that I'm jealous of because it's a bit of luck. Tell like, me, uh, Gomez on defense and Alexander Arnold. I know on defense because these are two kids who are about the same age who are both staking claims to be starters for Liverpool in in like Gomez probably center back. Or right back, and then Alexander Arnold for right back, but there's nobody else in contention anymore. It's just like it's a two horse race between the two of them for right back. And Gomez yeah. is fucking great. He is so calm and poised, and and he makes it look 
like he's the one out there who's who's been out there for 20 years. He looks very mature. For and sure. he's got a great center back partner, but like he, the, his partner never saves him. It's not like he's he's benefiting from somebody who's covering for him. He just Yeah, he's not so, good because of who's around he looks him. He's so good cuz he's and good. His passing defeat he can beam a ball through a crowd and get it to somebody's feet. I and think he makes it look easy. Here. You're hitting on something here. They either start him every game or someone's coming in for him because that kid is awesome. Yeah, Lovren right now is who they were picking. Like, he had a run of games, so he might, have been, he might have been rested because it was just Carter. Lovren's still but in there. Lovren started that game. Here's the thing. Someone will pay this guy and buy him and give him regular football time. Well, I think he's going to be a starter. For, well, yeah. that's my point. I, I mean, think Lovren will get sold before he does. Yeah. And I think Lovren will probably be comfortable being the guy who competes with Gomez. And I think... Wow. Like, Maybe. It'll be a week-to-week. Didn't week Lovren say he was, like, one of the best center backs in the world? Well, he did, but hold on a second. How Frick. about... Fuck so it. then where does Matip? Because Joel Matip was... Yeah, he misses out. He's, he's the guy. He's yeah. on med out. Um, right, let's move on, guys. But cover for injury if, yeah. uh, if the big Dutchman. So this next one is the most boring game of life. It's Southampton at home to Newcastle. There's not much to say about this game, guys. I, I said I think I predicted this... Correctly, I think no you had zero zero. I had no nil. I mean, these two teams are suffering going forward. Neither of them can score goals, and they're just shit. So they're let's garbage. move on. Nil nil. They they're were garbage. Crap, crap game. Move on. Um, <laughs> Renaissance period for Watford at home, or were they playing Huddersfield? Three nil. I think you got to say a little of both. I think so. Paul, what do you think? Watford. I mean, they've been they've been good the last two games. Three goals is. I didn't watch as much of this game as I probably should. Have. Yeah, I just think three goals Watford against any team in the Premier League. Is Watford like looked like they had a temporary dip in form, but they still look really good. They like, still do. Yeah. Their midfield is really strong. Their They're defense solid. isn't isn't brand name as by any means, but they seem to be doing the job. And it seems like every week somebody gets back from injury that I forgot they even had. That's I know. like an yeah. exciting. They got more depth than you'd talent from a, from a Watford side. Like Pereira. Um, Look at their midfield here. Started off like gangbusters. And then he's quiet, and then all of a sudden he's scoring like highlight real goals every week. Look at their midfield: Capoue, Decore, Pereira, Delafeu. I'm not familiar with who he used that much. That's four decent footballers. Those are good footballers. Yeah. Success. Yeah. Success. Best name in football. Success. He, he had a little success with a goal this weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Quality so player. yeah, I mean Watford. I think gotta give right. Watford a good shot. I think decent top, team. Top, top eight, top nine, hundred percent. I, I would agree there. with that. Yep. And then oh. Tough game to talk about just because of everything that happened, but um, yeah, Oof. Leicester at home. We talked West about that end. already, but when, yeah, I mean the game's insignificant. It's one-one. Uh, I did watch a lot of this. Game. Yeah, I did as well. I thought both teams were poor, to be honest with you. I would agree. They did not play well. I think West Ham are starting to show you they're not a good football club. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Vardy. Jamie Vardy's maybe an interesting storyline because it did sound like he was legitimately pissed not starting that game. Why was he looked he legitimately pissed? From Why the bench? wasn't he starting? I think I don't it know was. If there was any good reason for the it. manager comments I heard is that it's great that he wants to play, but we have to manage a run of games with him, and we don't think he's a hundred percent yet. Something like that. Oh, saying he's not fit. Oh, he's not fit. Here's the thing, though. In an Inacio, Inacio. I'm in sorry if I. I actually, to be fair, to be like before you say, we say he was good in this game. He's a good player. He was good in this game. I don't think it's a big deal if you drop Vardy for him because he is Quality. like he's a good footballer. He was a City score player for a period of time. Yeah, he scored a bunch of goals when he was yeah, there. Yeah, couldn't get into their despite yeah. scoring. Couldn't exactly. Get into so I don't think it's the end of the world, but and it's not like anybody's putting the ball over the top. Which yeah. is what Vardy Vardy's missing Vardy's missing bread Mares. and butter Vardy's missing Mares. and Conte Massively. and uh, specifically Mares though delivery oh, wise because he used to get Jamie really Vardy beautiful balls from Jamie Vardy balls. is missing more than anyone else Danny Drinkwater that's what oh him mention. as well I would say Mares more Abs- but, no but both Drinkwater would pick him out 
He had a lot so of well. good solid long balls. From a mile away, well, he did just like well. over the top. Mars did it from the other side. He would cross him in, and Mars was the guy. They're missing Mars, Drinkwater, and Conte from that yeah, championship those three team. Like, come on, they're three players. Unbelievable. Sure. Yeah, nil, nil, one one draw. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Chelsea away to Burnley for nothing. Burnley's not an easy place to play. Bit, bit surprised at this result. Ross Barkley. He's, that was a weakened Chelsea team. I think we have and to. I think we have to up. give that son of a bitch carved him up. Amazing credit. He looks really good. So is he the guy? He when looks the new manager really came good. in. So when Conte came in, Victor Moses was the guy whose career was resurrected. Mm-hmm. Is Barkley's career being resurrected by uh, by Sarri right yes, now? Yes, absolutely. Yes, and David Luiz. Yeah, I'm watching. I watch. Bar- I'm watching Barkley in these games, and I'm going, "Holy shit, man!" I forget he used to be really, really good. Yeah, but not. He yes, was, he was. So oh, for Everton, he was unstoppable. Let me let me, let me express my position. Go here. ahead. I'm not suggesting he wasn't good. When you say really, really good, I think that's a little too. He far. had moments. Let where me finish. Exceptional. He did a lot of things really well, but his end result, his end, his decision making was poor on a number of occasions. I'll agree with at you. Everton, and he was whether it was the final ball or whether it was he decided to keep the ball and run into somebody. That's a maturity. He, he's thing, doing. Though. I know, but he's and that's what I'm talking about. He's doing something differently in this Chelsea side that I have never seen, and I didn't expect from him. He's making really good decisions. He's scoring. He's 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 his passing is incredibly incise to to getting people into the final third. It, it, he looks incredible. I'm just like because we were Spurs were looking at him at one point, and then he went to Chelsea, and nobody thought his career was over. And now he's at fucking Chelsea. What a ridiculous! Bright. That market was so dumb. Nuts at that time. Barkley was so obviously not done. Yeah, like he he for a snip, like for nothing. He was so undervalued. He went from being quoted as being a sixty million dollar player to like a to fourteen like million, to fourteen for what? Like he had some injuries, but he was still so young. He, he was injured for a long time, though. Even even to oh, give yeah, yourself a a Premier League ready player that has experience, who's twenty three, like he's a child. For that money, everybody should have been lining up to invest in him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. He's and he's been brilliant. He's been very, very. He's good. been very you good. Have to he's getting in front. Of, he's getting in front, starting in front of uh, uh, what's his name at Chelsea, in the midfield. Fabregas. Who, who's supposed to be? No, playing? he's starting in front of the lone player. Uh, what's the face? The Croatian. Yeah. Paris. Oh, you talking about Kovac? Kovacic. Kovacic. Yeah. Both of you grab your drink. I'm drinking. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so, boys, by the way. Cheers. All right. Okay, no, hold on. The but yeah, guy. he's he's in front of him, and he's earned it. He's yeah. playing really, really well. Which if, if you're he's going to be he's going to be in that England side. If you're they, Chelsea, when, that's what you want, because you don't want to oh, be yeah. spending time getting a, a lone player to Agreed. a standard where fucking Real Madrid. Who yeah, knows what's going to happen with Real Madrid. Him, right? uh, like, let's move on. We've, we're talking too much oh, about no, 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 we're not. No, no, no. We, we are, because we got a long podcast. Well, and that's Maratta. No, yeah, Maratta scores, so that's something. But What a ball from fucking Berkeley on that goal. But more importantly... Four goals in Cracking. two games, hat trick, and then another goal for Ruben Loftus Cheek. So the question I have for both of you mm-hmm. is: Do these two players start to get into the starting lineup more? Mm. Yeah, I think so. And will one of them crack the starting lineup? Ruben Loftus Cheek, no. Uh, but Barkley, I think will will get a run. I would agree with you. I think Barkley's definitely going to get a run. I think Loftus Cheek will be will be like on the. Like he's the first guy they're going to bring in if they yeah. need something changed. Loftus Cheek is going to want to go pretty soon. Yeah, like I don't think he's if he doesn't get if he doesn't get regular football in January by January, he'll particularly like now because he's scoring. He's there re- would be a lineup of teams for Ruben Loftus. He's a great player. I love him at Spurs. Year. I would love him at Spurs. He would fit in well there perfectly. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a good player. Dembele replacement. I mean, 
spot on. I've been thinking about that for like a year and a half. I'm yeah. like, get him in. <laughs> get him in. Not entirely impossible. Yeah. Why wouldn't he want to go? Well, he would want to go. It's just we don't do a lot of business with Chelsea. Drop points for the Gunas. Crystal Palace 2. Arsenal wow, what two. a cracking game this one was. Guys, Crystal Palace scored more than one goal. They scored twice. Oh, and no. against an Arsenal side who were un- had won 11 in a row. Yeah. Um, this is the first time... Arsenal... Were they both pens? No, uh, no. only one. One was for Mihailovic, but both... Um, he's a good player sometimes as well. But when he's on Mihailovic, the guy on Crystal Palace... He's so slow. That's the only thing, right? They, they, so to be fair, because I've watched a bit of Palace this season earlier on and in, 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 in this game, this is the best I've seen them look in a while. Because yeah. they've been really poor. Yeah. Like, hadn't been able to score, just, just kind of just nothing there. Uh, they look pretty good against Arsenal. Like they had moments where it was it was a good game. Like I felt like this I is agree. a relatively even match. I was surprised by that because I thought Arsenal on an eleven run were going to dominate the game. They didn't really dominate. They had moments where they did, but I think they it had was an even match. Two up front, and the formation was a four four two, and Zaha and Townsend I think were the the two leading the line. And I think that might be a way to like to to deal with Arsenal is is just remind them that they have to defend and they're yeah. they're defensive fuckers. like if you look at if you look at the let's look at some statistics here Crystal Palace had only 42% of the ball for the game but they had 16 shots to 7 against Arsenal uh, 16 to 7 three on three on goal mm-hmm. two two against that's I mean, a lot that's a, that's a you know they, they had chances they, yeah. they, there's a reason why that you know it's 10 crosses uh, you know they they were they looked like they were a much more organized much more passionate side than you know what I like about it though is you got like, just like Paul just said you got Zaha Townsend and Ayu up front they're playing Arsenal, who have, you know, if you look at the record, been considerably playing well, if you look well, at Well, it, going forward, certainly. Right? Yeah. And they went, and they attacked them. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I'd like great. to see more of it. It was, great. it was actually one of the better games of the weekend. Agreed. When yeah. it came to just football generally, I was like, this is entertaining. Should yeah. we talk yeah. about Xhaka's goal and how fucking good what it was? What a good goal it was. Oh, yeah, that was a good beautiful, strike. beautiful free kick. Yeah. He's got that in his bag. He does. He's like shit for in distance. so many ways, yeah. though, otherwise. But that was a brilliant free I, kick. I don't think I've seen him score a free kick like that, yeah. but I've seen him score from a mile out. But he does have that in him, It's a wild play that's developed, which is even harder. banging in the goals again and again. Yeah, Bamiyang in the right place at the right time. That's what you need to be as a striker. So I rip everyone for this, and I'm going to make one quick statement, because it is a biased statement, because I'm a United guy. He's the guy I wanted instead of Romelu Lukaku. I was the only one. He's a fucking goal scorer. I got him like top four or five goal scorers in Europe. As as an out... Uh, no, as an out-and-out goal scorer. I'm not talking about a player. Differentiate. See, that's tricky, man, because even at Arsenal, Dude. Lacazette's starting to take his actual striker he's spot. Like, okay, he plays out the left. He's not an okay Borussia Dortmund team, and he scored, like, 40 goals, and they were all incredible. In, in but Arsenal have Lacazette and Aubameyang. And Aubameyang was a starting striker, huh. and he started losing that spot to Lacazette because yeah. of all the other things you have to do as a striker, yeah. all the other responsibilities yeah. you have. Oh, you have to be so, a good player. Like, yeah, yeah, he's scoring he's goals. goals but. Well, he's <laughs> played him off the left a little bit, too. He's not aware, but I like him as an out-no goal scorer it, Arsenal, in, Arsenal, the right, in the right team. Arsenal yeah. right now, because of how good they are going forward, it doesn't really matter that much as long as they can get on the end of a ball. Yeah. Whoever's the striker is going to score. He didn't cost Because the build-up build play is really nice. We could have bought Lukaku and him. That's what I mean. Yeah, you probably could have. You know. Fucked up. Okay, move on. Okay. Um, the one you guys have all been waiting for? Well, no. I mean, uh, Manchester United <laughs> at home to Everton. United 2, Everton 1. Brian, let's start with yeah, you. Yeah, I'll start with me. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I uh, I thought this was Man United's best game of the season um, so far. I really do. I, 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 I'd agree. The most organized, the most complete 
um, from back to front performance from United that I've seen in a long time. It wasn't great, but it was solid. It was compact. It was in, with a good intention. Like I felt like they knew what they were supposed to do, and they went and did it, and they did it well. But I would agree, they, I would agree with that. And then they gave up the goal, sure. and they changed. There's still a bit of a, there's still a bit of a, a bit of mess in there. Whatever. But I think that 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 that's forgivable considering how bad uh, United have been. Like I think it's like they've been so bad. This is the first time in a long time I've been like, oh, United actually look. Now they they were like, oh, United's back, and I'm like, I don't think United's back. I think United look the best they've looked I would agree in a while. With that. Yeah. And, and I think that that's something to build on potentially. So if and you know, because Everton are a good. If you side, know Everton, anyone who said United's back based on that, please send them to the radio or punch them in the face. Everton Everton came into this game having won three in a row, and they were they were in good form. And and you would think that Everton would go into this game thinking, just considering what had happened previously with other teams going to Old Trafford, that they were going to get something out of it. And it didn't look like they were going to get anything out of it. Like, United looked con- comfortable. There was moments where it comfortable looked like... Comfortable at home. It looked like it could have been a 4 mostly. Or 5 nothing. <laughs> when they started to get going, they started... Yeah. I agree with you. There was periods of the game where they started to look like they were playing a little bit of champagne football, and you're like, oh, this could, this yeah. could happen. Yeah. Uh, Pog- gave, Pogba was really good he until was, he gave the ball away. Well, here's the thing. For the goal. And that's what he's known for. But yeah. I was seeing a Paul earlier. He was, was really good. There was other moments where he was just world class. Yeah. And Mata was playing in oh, his position. Great. Right now, but. Uh, but I'd like to get your, uh, as an outsider, because both Paul and I are United fans, what did you think of Ant- Anthony Marshall? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He's, his form right now is where you would want it to be. This is what you want to see from Anthony, Anthony Martial. This is what, if, if as a Spurs fan, if he was going to come to Spurs, I would have been like, he would be doing this. He looks great. That goal, that curling goal was fucking incredible. It really was a nice Beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. It's like just technique, power, control. Everything about it was just amazing. So yeah, I, not, nothing bad to say about United in this game, other than that one moment. But I mean, those moments happen in football. They do. They, they won. Do. The, they won the but game, and they won it, and they deserve to. So win. I've got two other things I want to talk about here, um, and I think one of them could be a topic on its own. But Chris Smalling, center backs at United in general, that foul is nothing short. Of oh, on the penalty, horrendous from a mental aspect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chris Smalling. What are is a, you Chris doing? Chris Smalling is other than him making a general side. What are pass, you doing? Will put you in a coma. He's a physical guy. He's big. He's commanding. Whether you like him or not, you just have to accept that that's true. Yeah. All he has to do it's decision making is run out the play. The ball goes out. Yeah. Either give up a corner. That's shocking decision making. My thing is, like I play center back. So I'm always pretty aware of if I'm playing with my regular keeper or if it's somebody else. If it's somebody else who I don't necessarily know how they, they can stop a ball, I'll, I'll maybe try to commit to block a sure. shot. I'll do something dumb. Knowing but your surroundings. When, when you have the one of the best keepers no, the on the best. planet. Or the uh, best I don't think keeper. that's biased. Would you say, would you, Brian? Top three. Fine. That's we'll fine. say top three. Cool. But like when it's the Haya and you've pushed the shooter to an angle where it's so narrow now. Your job is done as a defender. Ugh. Job done. Like that's it's the it's a shot th- that, that it's now on the keeper to sh- stop it. All he it. has to do in that don't scenario have to do anything. is slide straight. Just keep running beside him. But or slide straight with no. your legs. No, no, don't don't slide. You just see this, run beside no, no, you him. You see this all the time. You don't slide in to try to get the ball. You're not you're just covering an angle. If you're not going to get there cuz you're like he's a bit faster than you, 
slide in. You see, Alderweireld does this all the time. He's brilliant. He did it in the game tonight. He actually did it against again. It was uh, Sterling. He came in. He slides in. He puts his legs up and he's he builds a wall. And there's already a short angle. It's done. I, you, I don't, you got nothing. I don't you even do want not, to get into which, do which of these options is better. To be yeah. honest, you do not either. You one. do not put either your one. leg in. It was either one is better to try to get the ball. And the only thing I'll say about you him, are not trying to get the ball. It, and that's mentally horrifying. He's not there to be a United Center. <laughs> back. He just he's not mentally there to be like a top. Exactly. Part of the problem I think we have with United is a laundry list of problems, but like when you look at the guys who are supposed to be the leaders in the team, he is at an age right now where he should be the guy should be following his lead. He should he should be the leader. Should be the new Rio Ferdinand if you're gonna if you're gonna put him in that should have should have been and it's not like and it's not like Rio good enough to be. No, he's not at all. Rio had mistakes in him. Rio made but Rio was a leader. But he was a leader. You so got everybody either, around him either, to play it better. Either be the guy it. whose game can't be questioned, mm-hmm. or be the vocal leader in mm-hmm. the dressing room. And he's too shy and high pitched voice to be that guy. And he's just not steady enough as a center back he's to be the enough. other guy. Mm-hmm. And and it's not on him to be the leader. But that squad has got who's the leader now? Like who's the guy who's been on the team long enough to be the the veteran uh, voice in the, in the locker room? It, yeah. It, by, be, by default, it's him and Juan Mata. Muhammad is a lovely guy, but he probably is legitimately too nice a guy to be the the cutthroat in the room to yell at people for maybe Andre Herrera as well. Herrera wears his heart in his badge, but it's hard to have a guy like he that start. lead who's not starting. Yeah, like if he was starting every game beside Pogba instead of Matic, which I'd love to see happen. Yeah. I, I can see him starting to take a hold of like the midfield mm. and start dictating how they should be playing and raising their game. But so, ir- irregardless of the result or the players on the field, I irregardless think, is not a word. I know, but it still is acceptable <laughs> in the English language. <laughs> sure, man. Um, I think a major talking point from this game was a certain unused substitute in the name of Alexis Sanchez. This is not the first time in recent games that he is not. He's been on the bench, unused. Um, Lukaku came on up front. Yeah. What is the status with Alexis Sanchez at Manchester United? I don't think he was entirely fit that game, but I also think the totem pole slash pecking order, whatever we want to call it, he has got to own his place at the bottom of that. Yes. And he's got to hold tight until he gets the opportunity, and when he gets that opportunity, he actually has to deliver. Mm. Because right now, he's got way more minutes on the field based on reputation than performance without question and if this is the final the the shoe is dropping on him and and uh Mourinho is going to force him to actually deliver that's not to say he's off the team or he's in the market or like we're done with him but it is to say be better and raise your game because we have the competition for places and if he's losing his spot right now to Martial then ha- he's going to have a hard time getting it back but he can also play striker so Sanchez? Sanchez yeah, yeah. So he may get an opportunity at some point to play somewhere on the field, but he's he done. has to take the opportunity. He's and done I, for me. As of right now, I don't, I don't think he's done. I think he's done. But we talked. We had that, certainly we had is that, done if he doesn't deliver. We had that segment previously in one of our podcasts. I think it was episode six, maybe. He's done. He's, he's done. He's you know done. what? Okay, that's another thing. He's done. He it, is. He's fucking done. It's good that we say that because uh, <laughs> two segments I want to re- revisit. First of all, fantasy football, I said don't buy Martial, and I'm fucking sorry to anybody who listens to me. Idiot. Whoa, whoa. I also <laughs> said I should be fucking Captain Monty and I Captain Aguero. Yeah, I know. I, we both fucked up. Yeah, but then I bought... Don't listen to anything we say regarding fantasy. I said don't buy Martial, and then I went and bought him on myself on the weekend. Other than this podcast. Because <laughs> it's brilliant. So I bought Martial on the weekend having said don't buy him, so I'm like, obviously... I can't okay, guys, are we done but with then, the... Um... Then I want to revisit the subject 
perspective, oh, he's sorry. done because then we talked about a certain Barcelona player who went off and fucking dem- dismantled Real Madrid. Uh, as in we, one person talked One person about specifically him, said this guy is done. asinine. Okay. Okay. Wow, come on. But hold on a second. And I'm, I'm not trying to make it's it a United. bad. It's a bad Real Madrid side. I'm not Real trying Madrid to make it a United thing here, though. But It's a bad Real Madrid side. We, it, I don't want to talk wanna, about that. I don't want to kind of gloss over this topic. Guys, he's the highest paid player in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And he's on the bench. And before he came to the club, which the transfer was a little bit odd, the guy he replaced, Anthony Marshall, was had just on went form. on form. Fire. And is now back on form again with running, running, running. Correct. The, uh, he's a wonderful player. A run so games. my only question before we move on is, he's not getting that left wing. His purchase was predicated, or the swap with me was predicated on the fact that he will be playing on the left hand side. He's done. He's not playing on the left hand side. Where does he play, Brian? Are you saying he doesn't play at all and he's fully done? I don't understand yeah. why he's. I'd start tried him on the over right. Lukaku right now. I would start him over Lukaku. I'm not that impressed with Rashford. Oh, I don't. I don't terrible. understand why. I think you got to give him a shot in that in that striker. He he has situation. played on the right for Chile. He has played on the right for Barcelona. Okay. He has played on the right for Arsenal. We don't have anybody on the right. You guys go like on. You guys go in. on about me talking about Spurs too much. Let's let's move on. I'm just answering my man's question. We spent 15 minutes at the top of the table talking about that game today because it was the game of the week. We You're just right. watched it together. Fuck You're minutes. right. Yeah, Sorry, but we're talking about speculation. Yeah, no. Speculation <laughs> is more fun to talk about. Anything's better than dumbness. Shit <laughs> All right, so those were the results. That was fun, guys. That was good. All uh, right, gentlemen. Moving on, let's as move they on. say. Let's get to the score of score our of the game predictions game. From, from last week. So, yeah, who who won what and why All right. and where and how. Dear like listeners, every week we pick winners and losers, and we assign points, and we keep track of points. I'm and nervous. I'm, like, biting my nails right now, guys. Participants are the three of us. <laughs> That would be. I know I'm up there. I did really well. Brian, who likes to talk, Dave, and my mom, really, Lady Margaret Forrest. So, Lady Margaret, shout out. Here we go with the points this week. Eight points to Dave Conver. I knew I was in last. I was fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Lady Margaret. Ooh, Niner. With nine points. Not bad, Lady Margaret. Sorry, mom, but that last game would have been you. Brian Ireland with 12 wins the week in co-ownership with me (laughs) with 12. Fuck you, dude. Boom. Nicely done. I love that none of you won. We we both won, fucker. No, you don't get a win. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Oh, do you get a win, you tie? So you both get a win. What do you think happens? Nobody wins? Yeah. No, No. somebody wins. Two people win. So you both get a win. Yeah, I'm in first First place, bitches, right here. Ryan takes the lead. (laughs) Look at that scoreboard. Good for you. Good for you. So far, everyone but Brian has got two wins under the belt, including Lady Margaret Forrest, my lovely mum, and Brian is taking the lead with one additional. I like it. This is two wins. I shared the win. It doesn't not count as a win, you prick. Give me a break. It counts as a win. So sensitive. No, it counts as a win. What is wrong with you. It's what, a co-win. What did? <laughs> what, what did he say otherwise? What did I just say to get this reaction? What did I say that makes you think I didn't? <laughs> that I only got one win. You have three. one week more than everybody else. No, it sounded like you said you only have. one I'm saying win. you got a, the lead by one win. Apologize, oh, Paul. I apologize, Paul. Sorry, Motherfuck. Sorry, Polly. I apologize. We're honest. All right. We'll keep them in check. We'll keep them in check. <laughs> Seriously. Sorry, Moving guys. on. Didn't mean to get so aggressive. Congratulations to Brian. That's, but I like you, that it's a. Can you table. imagine being a referee at a Brian Ireland soccer? Game? Well, I, I'm well he doesn't need to imagine. We'll I'm going to see it in a couple <laughs> of days. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I, I cleaned it up a little bit. What is our next topic, boys? I think we're going to talk a little bit about the La Liga, which we don't really get into very much. 
because it's not really something that we care about too much. But there is some association with the Premier League. I think there's some things that we ha- we can't ignore that we are have to affect the world of football. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the reasoning. So, so the the manager of Real Madrid has been sacked. Can either of you that's pronounce today. his name I can't. properly? That's I today. can't. Is it Lopetagli? Why bother learning it at this point? Yeah, he, he's he's useless. He but means please, nothing. Please, let's he's not. A, he's a note on a Wikipedia but page. Please, let's not forget how mm-hmm. he got this job. I don't know how he got it. Well, you will when I bring story it up. Story time, boys oh. and girls. You tell will us, when I bring Calgary. it up. No, story tell time. Us now. David, no, no, tell us now. Well, you both know he was the coach of the Spanish national team before the World oh, Cup right. started. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Now it's all it all makes sense. I'm doing the Convery for you. Yeah. That's what we're going to call that. We're going to call it the Convery. That's right. It sounds like a like a starting point and all the way so around. So he, with, without, it's the convert. without speaking to the Spanish FA, accepts the Real Madrid job, Real Madrid job days before the start of the World Cup, in which I agree with the Spanish FA. That's unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. He's fired, throws off the whole Spanish situation with the World Cup, mm-hmm. joins Real Madrid, is fired what? How many, how many games are we in? Ten? Yeah. Yeah. Forget the fact that he's fired. Did either of you watch El Clasico? No. Yeah. That team. Did you watch it? Ragged. Yeah. That Ragged. team is fucking terrible. Ragged. They, this they, isn't even a fantastic Barcelona team. They pumped them five to I know, one. I know, I know. It was a shocking. And it I wasn't thought. that Barcelona were good. But I mean, Real Madrid were fucking horrible. terrible. Yeah. And I mean terrible. What, what is it that makes them bad? Is, oh. is, it, is it the management? I don't think they I mean, were playing. I mean, it must be, right? I, I don't think they were playing for the manager, but I really think there's some big fucking balls that used to be fucking primed and hanged up the right level that, are that aren't fucking, there anymore. They're hanging low now because they're fucking old as shit. They're tired. Like Ramos, yeah. for example. He's done, Sergio. right? He's the kind of guy who will is he never... done? He'll never accept it is himself. He's done. Yeah, he's done. Like, if we're going to use the Guys, done... That's, uh, you're, use you're, the, you're, you're saying that he's done because the team is performing that way right now. So but he's Ramos, the, but he's the captain a, of that team. You're talking about, a, talking a about a guy who literally just won a Champions League, like what? Like six months ago. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe how Sometimes old, how old can is be done. how old is Sergio Ramos? He's like 33. That's yeah. what I think the problem is with this team. So they've aged and they haven't replaced. Correct. Yeah, literally. They yeah. in, in, well, in Vickis Junior. Uh, Varane is very young as well. And, he's a, he's, there's and a couple of players. How old's Luca? Modric is 34. What? Yeah, 34. That's done. You're done. Done. So here's the thing. He he peaked. Modric peaked. At winning that last Champions League, winning the uh, coming second in the World Cup, peaked. He's he's tired as yeah. fuck now. Three like, Champions. What are you going to get? Out, yeah. What are yeah. you going to get out of him now? How old's Tony? Gareth Cruz? Bale. Yeah. How old's uh, Gareth 29, Bale? 29, 30. 32. Gareth no. Bale. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Has got to own some like a lot of what's happening right now. He, like <laughs> he's, he's old, but he's he in, wanted to be the guy. His well, he body's was, up. He was the, supposed to take the mantle, and he, he has, has a body of a thirty two. He is not stepping up. He was supposed to take the mantle. He's injured as fuck all the time. From the Dark Invader, Cristiano. He was supposed to take the mantle. He has not taken the mantle. Was never going to do that. Uh, he's, he's not that. He's not as good of a player. Exactly. I don't know if anyone even saw Cristiano's goal this weekend. You know what I love? Really good. Really good. You know what I love though? Like. Real Madrid, I will always be a Barcelona fan before a Real Madrid fan. I don't like the way Real Madrid do business. I don't like Me neither. Real Madrid. So I feel like you. I'm the same way. But when Ronaldo, who I have a special place for in my heart for many United oh, days, special place. goes off Real to Juventus special. and Real started the season playing fairly well, 
And there's all these players who started coming out saying, we don't miss them. We're playing better because we're playing like a team. True thing. Suggesting that and they were not a team shit. when they were winning all those titles with Ronaldo. It's just a, it's just a trope, though. Which I didn't... It's a contrived platitude. Let's be yeah. honest. They're saying it because it's the thing they want to say to make them feel better about being shit. Totally. That's what it comes down to, but period. as the listener, and then they start the wheels start falling off, I'm a little bit like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> like, you, you were... Yeah, you were saying that to the convince 50 yourselves. Goals, I get it. 40 to 50 goals a season consistently yeah. for over and over again. Take that out of any side, that side becomes shit. Yeah. On paper, period. Here's the Who's going to score 40 to 50 goals? Nobody. Who's going to score 15? So listen, 40 you're to 50. talking about a player Ridiculous. that's irreplaceable. I know. My, that, that's my point. And, and there, you are right. And I would have maybe liked it. Right or wrong, if some of the Real Madrid players just addressed it, saying you can't fill that void, it's on us. No, no, no. all of, of them, us to step up equally or something it. like that. Some of them did say it before the season started, but Paul's right. There's a couple that came out after the second they won two games in a row. They're like, "We actually think we're playing better, dude." Shut no, the aren't. fuck it, up. No, it was that. You, you don't replace Ronaldo. Two yeah. wins. So Isco and Asensio were supposed to be the guys where this was going to be the season they were going to step up to the plate. They haven't been playing well. Gareth Bale's been playing okay. He scored goals. Yeah, yeah. But that team Gareth has Bale. lost their identity. Of course. And Cristiano, it's obvious to me now, and it wasn't before, was the driving force on that team. Of course he was. I mean, yeah, 50 goals a year, you would think that he was, but there's so many he other was, good players on that but team. But he was the I captain. I thought Luka Modric was the driving force. It was Ronaldo. Ronaldo was the was the emotional captain Correct. of that team, despite whether he was wearing the armband or not. Even if we're down he, one nothing, the he reason can get us why that team would come out and win things was because he would he would say, "Here's what we're gonna do," That's yeah. right. and they'd go and do it. Yeah. And, and you watched him, you watch him in the tunnel at halftime when they're but when they've got to get shit done, and he oh, would yeah. get it done. There's so. weird things that happen, like another level. Benzama for me is so obviously not a regular striker. Benzama no. was the kind of striker. Who who was there and succeeded because Ronaldo worked with him and he worked yeah, with Ronaldo. Yeah. He was the kind yeah. of player that would get the best out of him. But as soon as Ronaldo left, how they didn't immediately say, "All right, well, the profile of striker we have here, at Real Madrid, can no longer be right. Benzema." Yeah, like this is yeah. gonna. We and they had. We a now load. need somebody. They who had time, of course, of course. They had time to go and make moves for somebody who could be a more out and out striker. And I think there was a lot of reports of um, Lewandowski at the time yes. wanting to get out. For me, that's like, all right, Lewandowski, maybe keep Benzama, but we what you get bring with Lewandowski, in... Lewandowski in that scenario is you get a target man. You get somebody who is a, a point, of yeah. the, point of the attack, which is what Ronaldo was. Who would have so been you're, banging you're not replacing the player, but you're replacing a target. Hold and on, you need, Let me finish. You okay. need somebody, if you're going to take a, a player that scores 40 to 50 goals a season, and you know that, like, let's get the ball to him because he's going to score, you take that out, who do you replace it with? Well, you need somebody who's going to be now... A target to maybe they're not going to get as many goals, but it would still be the target. So Lewandowski would have been a good, res- a good a good person to bring in there. Having said that, that changes the style of football they play completely. That's right. That's so right. whether or not that works at Real Madrid in in a short term is likely not going to. It's not going to work. It's probably going to be even more problematic because you're going. Well, we don't play this way at all, and then they're just throwing long balls. And well, that's what's happening. Well, exactly. I mean, it's happening because they they just don't have an identity anymore sure. because they knew. If we're going to score, we get it to him. He gets it done. We feed it. We have Benzema was, like you said, he's sort of that hold-up guy that brings him into the play. If it gets to him in that center position and coming off the left, it was just it made a ton of sense. There's no sense 
in that in that side anymore. There isn't, and Bale isn't enough to 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 to, to recreate that because he just doesn't and have. And what's crazy to me the is ability, this, the ability, the football this doesn't uh, feel like revolutionary do. conclusions. It's this not feels, at all. It's a fucking no brainer. Like, I sound like a really smart guy, guys, but it's fucking obvious. Yeah. <laughs> no. But you know what? I mean, they I don't th- smell like a sound th- like th- a th- smart th- guy. <laughs> 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 Come on, Polly, give me some. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think they both said it. That Zima was there. To facilitate Ronaldo, because his hold-up play was phenomenal. Amazing, yeah. And he's got great technical ability. Yeah. He's an okay goal scorer. I, th- I think he gets a lot of shtick. He's I think a, he'd be a really good, good goal scorer in a really good England side but with really well-organized management. But Lewandowski is an out-and-out goal scorer. On his own. Where you would have to do a bit of a shift of your On style. On yep. The bottom Completely line is agree. this. They haven't replaced them. And what, what was the last marquee signing they've made? His name was Gareth, Gareth Bale. Bale. That was four or five years ago. Yeah. Is there a financial situation going on over there? Is there a financial situation going yes. on? Yes. I think there is as well. They haven't been able to... incredible they, they didn't pay Spurs yeah. properly for Modric or Bale. I think they're incredible debt. They still debt owe there. them. Yeah. I think a bank has told them over there, and this is a wild theory. You're not buying anybody anytime soon. There, th- th- I don't think that's wild theory at all. Yeah. If you look at Spanish mm. uh, banks in football, and if you look at people who've been who've been uh, audited, tax, tax evasion, tax evasion, constantly, big big players, Messi, Ronaldo, yeah, all of these big players, Mourinho, Mar- yeah, all there. of them in Spain. There's a problem there. All accurate. No, it's totally I would, true. I, I do think that's all accurate, but I do also think there's something going to be said that uh, they won Champions League three years in a row. Nice. Three years in a row. Who were, who were they going to buy to make themselves better when they were the Champions League you winning team? You have to look at the age of those players. I know. I got it's, it's a cycle. Plan. I know. It's but, a cycle. But of course. The cycle. Real Madrid cycle is not necessarily to bring in the youth that will replace no. the elderly. It's to bring in a new superstar. Correct. So this is the year where maybe they've missed the mark on buying a Galactico, but in years past, I don't know that they needed to because they were still winning Champions League. So I think that's a a terrific segue to two things. One, who will be the new manager? And two... How much money does he get in fucking January? So let's 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 go that quickly. So we're going to go from and this is the relation to the Premier League. Likely, what you're going to see here is Antonio Conte come in. I think so. Um, he's still on contract with Chelsea, or like he's still getting no, he's paid. Been paid out? Uh, no, he's still he's still getting paid by Chelsea. That's what I mean. He's, he, yeah, I think they pay him out in a lump sum. I don't think so. Oh, either or doesn't matter. He's still getting paid by Chelsea, sure. or he's being paid by, by Chelsea. Anyway, he's he's likely going to be the manager. He's the front kind of, runner at this point. More than likely, I think that's across the board. That who's the number two? Arteta. It isn't Pochettino. I know you think it is. I don't think it is. Oh no, you don't. Who's the number two? I thought maybe you did. There's two managers that have been linked to this job. Oh, I'm sorry. I have. I don't know. Maybe it's, you should inform me because I don't. It's Antonio Conte. Yeah. And I don't know. Jose Mourinho. Oh yes, I knew that. Uh, yeah. Do you think though? I don't see that. You know what? I, I, I don't, don't see know. that at all. I don't see it. Why I, would he go into a situation where, let's be honest, where he's already like, been? Too. With all due respect, it's all like let's say Mourinho no. gets fired from United. Mourinho is less no, likely fall, to go there than fucking well, Pochettino. Well, follow me and, here. Let's say, that, that let's say Mourinho gets fired, right? <laughs> Whoever comes into United <laughs> next and has half a brain realizes <laughs> I'm still about a season and a half, two years away with money and a lot of work yeah. to being competitive. Yeah. So if you go to Real Madrid right now, you know. You're not going for a title. Champions League. It's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. Yeah. It's two years. So the question is four four transfer windows. eh, It could be no. With Real Madrid, if they're going to spend it, if they don't have any money, like you said, 
Well, we don't know that. Well, okay, you have to stick with your fucking point. Well, I think that they've been told that they can't spend money. Paulie's got something to say. I just Go had ahead. a shout. I just had a shout. Go ahead. And then I think this makes a lot of money. Or a lot of money. A lot of I think sense. Because of the money, this makes a lot of sense. Uh, who do we know who has gobs and gobs of fucking managerial experience, who plays a certain style of entertaining football, which is Real Madrid standard, and who is not used to having access to money and a board who will spend money to build a team? Plus and I'll give you his name. It's Arsene Wenger. Oh. oh, you can say Pochettino. He's being linked heavily to the Bayern Munich job. Do you think that would happen, though? That was pre the Real Madrid opening. I could see I it. I think he would be on a short list, for I sure. I could see it, yeah. I, you know if I was the, if, if I'm Real Madrid, I'm going, get him in. You More can't. than Mourinho. For yeah, sure. But or hold Pochettino. on a second. What are Real Madrid's typical standards? I don't know that they, they exist anymore. That's not a fair thing to say. It is. I think that's... They we just have to, came off winning the Champions League. Yes, but you have to take into consideration the age of the squad. The, the I'm gonna stop you right there. They have the highest standard in world football. Yeah. Best players on the planet. They're gonna Thank buy. You. Right, they're gonna, Brian. They're gonna make they a the serious highest run standard for in world. They're gonna buy football. Mbappe. Like they're I'm gonna, not saying they're not gonna buy the players. I'm just not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they're they're in a state right now where they are. In, they inevitably need to transition from a team that yes had just won the Champions League with every player peaking. Yeah. They lost their best player, meaning 50 goal, 40 to 50 goals a season's out. They, their 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 best midfielder, who's you know one of the best player of the world, uh, is you know in his early thirties, who's going to fizzle now. He's, he's done everything. Help. Yeah, he's done everything. Break he doesn't career. need to do anything. So you take those two of their best players. Tony Cruz isn't getting any younger either. Tony Cruz, Sergio Ramos, uh, like you can go through their squad. Marcello's no baby. You can either. go through their squad. Yeah. and Aging. have the same opinion on Aging it. Aging squad. Do you? It's a it's a it's it's a transition season. So. Who do you bring in to transition? Who's the best manager to come in and go, all right, well, here's what we need to do. We need to replace Modric. Yeah. We need to pre- replace Ronaldo. We need to replace uh, Marcello. We need uh, all of these players that need to be replaced. Who do we bring in that can do that and can still maintain a level where they're still getting Champions League football and they're still you know, considered a, a place where players want to go? It's a weird thing to say, but it's 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 cycles. It's Arthur cycles. Eger. Listen, it's cycles no. in football. This is how it goes. It's cycles. No. Real Madrid weren't always Galacticos. Barcelona weren't always the best team in the world. This is it's cycles. It's going to go in cycles. There's You're going to see it change. There's one team and, on the, and, and, and this one club right now. Real Madrid are not the there's team that they were. There's one club last team season. on the planet Sorry, who has no. zero patience for managers and not winning. One team. And it's Real Madrid. Yeah, and that one team is going to have to change their structure they in order to survive. They won't. They'll well, go in, they're not going to survive. They'll go into more debt. No. And they're going to... They don't have the money. Oh, you know. They're, they're going to go back to the Galactico mode. They are going to buy their way out of Thank this. Thank you. They really like, are. Trust me, they are. I don't agree. Well, no, no, watch it. It's not even up for discussion. Absolutely. Okay. Well, they it are, is because we're discussing. They're going like, to... The last, the last they're pod, gonna try, They're going to try to buy their way out of it. The last podcast I talked about, I was worried because it felt like their season is a negative impact to everybody who's looking to go into the market. Because when Real are looking to buy some significant talent, get off the table because they've got the money or they've got the Real Madrid status, which is a big draw to a lot of players. So guys like Convery and I, who are looking to like help Man United get better because we need windows to improve are now looking at a time where, oh, fuck, Real Madrid are going to hit the market as well? Like, this is not good. And it's either going to be a situation where it doesn't affect us because they're going to go for talent that's out of our fucking range, like buying Neymar out of PSG. You're being a hypocrite, though, Conrad, because you just said a minute ago that that, that the debt that 
Real Madrid have that was owned. A, it's a possible theory, though. I'm not seeing. Yeah, it but like then you're fact. being just because it's a possible theory doesn't mean you're not a hypocrite. I think you got to look at every angle. You specifically said that that's going to affect how they manage. I just think it's weird they haven't bought anyone. Well, I think. Yeah, why years, do you right? think that's the case? Sorry, to it's, be clear, that's a theory that they've got heavy debt. I think he's so contradicting it, himself, not being a hypocrite. Well, yeah. that's exactly what, contrary to. But yourself, that's but. exactly what a hypocrite is. Def, look it up. I think a hypocrite says one thing and does a different. Yeah, that's called a contradiction. You're yeah, both, so he's, uh, he's being contrary. Paul, that's to hilarious. Paul's anyway, <laughs> no, Paul's right. Sorry. No, he's not. Um, yes, yes. Um, really, they could have massive debt. They could have, <laughs> but they're still going to buy their way out of this. It's Real Madrid. I don't think you're giving them but enough t- credit as their status in the in world football. But you're not giving enough credit in the understanding of how economics work. Let's just be honest about it. If they're that in debt and they don't have any money to spend because they're they've done everything they possibly can and they're at the end of a specific. Uh, a cycle. They're not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to buy themselves out of it. Where's sorry? Where's the debt coming from? Where, where's the idea that they're in debt coming from? They've spent shit tons of money on a shit ton of players and haven't paid. For they them. don't have a revenue but, stream like but the bank. They, they owe the banks a ton they of money. Had spent a shit ton of money. They don't have a they revenue stream. Like own United the had. banks a yeah, ton but then of they, money. We, we kind of talked about it, like they weren't spending for a few years. I guarantee they're still selling jerseys and still making tons of money Ronaldo, from Champions League and like they Ronaldo, Ronaldo, made, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, left. Ronaldo made them a lot of money. <laughs> Ronaldo when, jerseys are like big sellers. But when yeah. he left, they like Juventus is transfer payment of Ronaldo, which is like what, paid for itself a hundred paid million. for it on jerseys in the first in the first day. So let's yeah. Let, but what I'm theorizing is that even if they were in a form of debt and they and we looked at it as being debt's not like a one year thing; it's a five year thing. And sure. they had years where we know they weren't spending money and buying Galacticos anymore. They would have been paying off that debt. And the the Galacticos they were buying, they were winning Champions Leagues with that team. Yeah. And this is the year where all right, well now we're kind of down on the 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 ebb of of our cycle. This is theoretically now where they could probably have some money. To spend again. They've also been in the black. They sold Morata for what seventy five million. Yeah. So even if they were in debt, I just feel like this might be the time where just cyclically they would be out of debt and so able I, to spend the money on Galacticos again. I'm with you. I, I think, and I don't know. And this is what I want to ask. I don't know if it's January or it's they wait till the summer. But if if things are that bad, like if they were planning on a hundred million dollar purchase of like a Eden Hazard. Is that now? Fuck it! Throw another fifty on there, and we're getting them now. We See, need now them. This is the interesting thing right? for me is is um, this changing market where before a Galactical purchase was forty fifty million, and now the standard purchase for an average kind of semi average player of certain caliber, like a Continuo, is not worth a hundred million, but he <laughs> is in this market, and that's that's the changing prices of these players. But these clubs are still looking at. Like that's that's still a, a shitload of money that they have mm. to bring in. I don't know where that money's coming from. So I, I don't know if that legitimately don't know if the the purchasing power is there for Real Madrid in this market with the prices that play, they have to pay for for now for players. Well, that's what like, I mean. To right? get three superstars now, it'll cost you three hundred million. And before it was unheard of if they pay, if they yeah. spent one hundred and thirty million. That's it, unheard of. The Neymar but they did effect. it all the time. The but, Neymar effect. He's fucked up football. And PSG, PSG fucked up football. Fucked up football. PSG fucked up football. It's actually yeah. someone's got to do something about it because it's weird, and it's not good for the game. But hey, no. also if Real Madrid can't afford a player, I'm kind of happy with that as well because I've watched 20 years of them buying whoever they want. Yeah, it's been yeah. annoying. It's been brutal. So, so finally, does Con- on from this shit. no, 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 <laughs> does Conte go to Real Madrid? Yes. I don't know. Here's the thing. 
Why wouldn't I, he? I, I think maybe he does, but does maybe he take a step back and be like, what the fuck am I doing going here? It's a shit show. He doesn't have a job right now. It's money. He doesn't need the money. He just got paid out for a full year. I didn't say he needed the money. I said he doesn't have a job it's, right now. It's Dante likes to work. work. Yeah. It's a low like risk for him. No. He's a working guy. He goes guy. in a situation that everybody knows is not an ideal situation. Yeah. He Madrid. takes it in a if second. If he fails, then he'll always have the ability to say, well, I was fucking... Yeah, look what I walked like into. the worst performing team for Real Madrid in how long? Look what I, I walked into. So finally... And if he succeeds, he cements himself as if being If he does go, how much money is he given in January? I don't, I don't fucking think anybody really spends that much money in January, man. I think we all talk about January like it's an opportunity to buy. But they but fucking have to. I just, I don't, nobody sells in Conver, January. you don't need your headphones on to talk, by the way. They earn a microphone. But it felt right here. <laughs> I felt right here and you see it. I don't, I don't think anything significant happens in January for Real Madrid. No, I, think I don't think so either. I think, I think there'll be, it'll be summer, yeah. I think it'll like if they buy anybody, it'll be like a Spanish player. Yeah. You don't know who plays for Real yeah. Betis. He's I think be we've really spent decent, way too much time on this. I really do. Why? I just made it. I don't know. I don't really care. It's that fun, much man. About real What's the? Um... <laughs> We're having a good time. I'm also a bit drunk. We're having a good time for today. If you could, so I was going to ask you for guys today. This. I was going to ask you guys this one question about Real Madrid, and then we can move on. To okay, it. go. And it's a, it's a real quick opinion poll. There's a certain culling that has to happen with any team that gets rebuilt. Culling, culling. I love trim that the word, fat. By the way, just no, fucking trim the fat. It. I love it. Culling. You're like so shaving it. Who would you for Tottenham like to see as a? Well, fuck. I can see how he's not fitting the profile you guys need anymore, but I'd love to have him on my team. And I'm taking Luka Modric off the table, and I'm taking Gareth Bale off the table because obviously everybody fucking wants those guys. <laughs> Why would you take people off the table? Because it was too obvious. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want either of those for Spurs. I would take Isco. You wouldn't? I would take Isco before either of them. Yeah. Be purely be based on um, fitness. Uh, Isco is a player. He's young enough. He's got a. He's got a future. I think he's probably what twenty six, twenty seven. Isco around there. Mid- no, he's younger. Is he even I think younger? He's younger? Yeah. Okay, so even more to my point, uh, Isco has a future. He's got like he's a great player. It's a beautiful. Um, yep. Uh, he just he creates. He's yep. just, I, his vision is incredible. Uh, Luka Modric, like again, he, like I'm not going to say he's done because he's still very good, but he's. He's been at Spurs. Just like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that he would. He would change the way we play. The way we'd want to change it. I would say Bale. I would be. I would be reluctant to not bring Bale in because fucking hell, that guy. What he did at Spurs and what he's been done in, in world football. He's he's an incredible player, but he's just so injury prone. Okay. So your answer is Isco. Isco. Okay. Good. I just but you you threw in the caveat, so I had to answer the I know, caveat. No, you don't have to answer the caveat. The caveat is is well, people you threw who are in the caveat. I, I gave you, you can't two, give me an offside. I gave you two players who are offside. Why are they answers, offside? And then you explained why they were offside for but you. But why are they offside? Because I took them off the table. That's a hypothetical you, question. Because take... I am the question master. Well, and I am the answer master. Convery, <laughs> back from his beer run. Now, assuming that Real Madrid are going to have to sell some players. Fuck it. Modric, Modric and Bale are not on the list. Who would you like to be sold to Man United? Who would sure you like to poach? Modric oh, and Bale I would want Varane. You want Varane? Yeah. It's a good show. Good Which show. is a good show. I, I think he's the who would youngest you want, and best player going as a center back right now. I chose Isco, by the way, for Spurs. Asensio, I like a lot. He's good. You don't need Isco. He's kind of like the, the air. You've too many Iscos. No, we need we need, we need that competition in that space. Isco make, have it. Isco makes Erickson a, a better player. Can Isco handle the physicality of the Premier League? I don't know. 
Me neither. I'm going to go Tony Cruz, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know if we'll ever know there, Conor. And, and Isco's <laughs> never fully cemented his spot at Real Madrid, ever. I know. Not once. So is, does he even deserve to be in the conversation? Well, I think he's he not, does. He's, I'll tell you who Real Madrid are going after, and I don't know what the age gap between them two, but they are going after Christian Eriksen as a Luka Modric replacement. He's not the same player. I think they at are a little. All. I think they are a little bit different. That's ridiculous. No, I think I agree with you. I think they're a little bit different. Where did you get this information from? Who are they going to replace? He's the closest. He's got thing. a little mic on the board of Real Madrid. Hold on a second. He's though. coming up with some shit over here. He's reporting like, his slow. He's making shit up. He has to get the translated. Like, I'll make some shit up for the podcast. Who's the, fun. <laughs> who's the closest player to Luka Modric in world football? For me, it's Eriksen. It's not Christian Eriksen. How do you figure? They do not play at all the same position. Oh, it's Winks. You don't think Modric, at all. Modric gets forward significantly no, Wink, Wink, well. No, Winks actually plays closer yeah. to the position than, than, than Eriksson does. So he does. A, guys, you heard it here it's first. Yeah, Madrid Cruz are going plays, for <laughs> Cruz plays behind Modric. Modric gets more further forward than... Uh, oh, my God. What are you watching? What anyway, you let's move on from the Liga. Let's just go to predictions. We're skipping four today. What was that about? Do you remember? Who do you think would be finishing the top four today? Oh, let's do that quickly. Fine. Let's just do it very quickly. City, mine is the exact same. City. <laughs> because this is the attitude we want to This is the Convery show. Yeah, fine. Well, I'm going to reluctantly <laughs> talk about this. Yeah. All right, fuck it. I don't care. I just got back this, from the bathroom. I actually think this one was my idea. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> for, for all those listeners of podcasts that love reluctant answers to questions when it's your podcast. Okay, I think I'm changing mine. I'm going, I have one change. From from your picks at the start of the season, yeah. to clarify. So my first two are the same. I'm going City, Liverpool. City first, Liverpool Fucking second. City? <laughs> yeah. It's Kelsa I'm switching my three and four. Ooh. I had Tottenham at three and Chelsea at four. Mm. I'm going Chelsea three, Tottenham four. Yeah. And it's close. Yeah. But yeah. I just like the way that guy's managing that team. They're fucked. They play well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I... Polly, uh, what do you got? I will definitely have to take Man United out of the second, for sure. Like, total concession. Yeah. How far back do I want to move them? Uh, I'm going to go of the logic that we'll probably check in on these top four predictions again. So rather than remove them from the top four, I'm just going <laughs> to optimistically slide them down. To where? I'm going to have a reshuffle. Fifth? No, fourth. <laughs> so, I, think, I think he's got them in there. Uh, four. Uh, City? What? For sure. You can't keep United in the top four. Liverpool. Anyway. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. I know he can, but Chelsea. You Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, which at some point we, we should talk about the Chelsea ownership fucking system, like right now. Like Oh, I know. That's a that's a full we'll topic get there. We'll for get there. another that's day. Be Maybe in the ramble later we'll talk. With like a little time to research it as well. No, no, yeah, no, so that, many fascinating stories yeah. out of there. Oh, sure, fuck. sure. I agree. Guy's not even allowed in the country uh, right now. Yeah. So fascinating. Uh and then Man United to finish in the top four. Uh, and wow. directly below them, but looking up our skirts, is uh, Tottenham. That's you funny. have Tottenham out of the top four. That's funny. I do. Do you want to explain <laughs> your logic? <laughs> I, I just did. He didn't. No, he didn't explain it. I he did. Just, he just, I explained. I explained that. It. It. I feel like I'll, I'll get a chance to like change this again. And then, uh, uh, amazing. At this point, if I officially give up, then uh, okay, uh, Brian, what do you got? I'm going to go. Stuff. I think my top four um, is slightly changed. Uh, and I think I had Spurs third, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Um, uh, City, obviously, Liverpool second. Uh, I'm going to go Chelsea third and Spurs fourth. Uh, yeah, I think that that's likely realistic. Despite how good we are, uh, we haven't really kicked on uh, the way we we should. We're still in the in the conversation. Um, without the stadium, with just sort of a lot of the things that are kind of in the back room that haven't really come to fruition in a season where they needed to. 
uh, I just think it's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna struggle more than we normally would. So, so how how worried are you about uh, Arsenal's form then? I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried no. at all because they're probably. I mean, I, wouldn't I know either. I joke about Man United, but they're probably like the only real competition for the top four right now. Yeah, I mean they're a good side. Don't get me wrong. I think they're playing yeah. really, they're playing really good football. Like if, if I'm honest, I think they're playing better football right now than Spurs are. Like I'm, I, I don't I don't have a problem saying that. I don't think they've played anybody yet. Still, that's I, the issue. Until this weekend, let's get to predictions. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's a good segue. But I think that's a that's an appropriate segue because I don't think Arsenal they've they've been like they've been very very lucky with their their. You know, their schedule has worked yep. really well for them. So we'll see. I mean, Liverpool are are gonna are gonna show whether or not that defense has any fucking. Let's start talking predictions because we got a fucking massive game this weekend. We, we do. Sure Wolves do. versus Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> are we starting there? Really? Is no, we're not. Right? We're starting with <laughs> your Definitely favorite not. team in the league, Brian. Eight thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Canada. Bournemouth, the high-scoring machine, are hosting Manchester, Manchester United. <laughs> I dislike early games. I know. I, I hate, hate early games. But this don't... is the kind of early game where I can't even really have breakfast watching it. But hold on, because of daylight saving times in the United this Kingdom, is we save an hour. Because usually this game's seven thirty. Oh, this is prediction us. time. I got to think it's about it's a little bit. It's an hour, man. I'll Just take it. Whatever. So let's start it with Brian Ireland. What is the score in this game? Guarantee he's going to say one-one. Feels like he might not like he might not do that now. Could no, you just, go, no, he wanted to say one one. Next time if you're no. gonna guarantee something, just like write me a little note. <laughs> I'm gonna go born with one nil. Oh <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Born yeah. with one yeah. nil. I'm That's gonna write it down. <laughs> just taking my time, composing my thoughts. I think it's a fucking reasonable reasonable uh, prediction. Yeah, man. I can go anyway. You're not going to like mine. I'm going to go 1-1 one, because one, I don't think that they've been able to put two back-to-back good games together. 1-1! One, one. And that's my only logic because whenever they start to show some real promise, like I thought they played really well against Chelsea and I was devastated uh, with the Juventus They were terrible against Juventus. Yeah, so that's what I think consistency is their main issue, so I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Bournemouth, let's, let's be fair, Bournemouth have been very good lately. So. Well, they, they're offensive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I go one 0 Bournemouth. We have defensive frailties, and there's there's no denying that. Yeah. yeah. And you you don't really score goals freely either. Correct. Well, well Anthony Marshall does. Yeah. I mean, if you look at our record against the the he'll, top he'll, four, he'll be he'll be uh, isolated. Our, Man United's record game. against top four opposition when we're supposedly like parking the bus. We score a lot of goals those games. Well, hold on a second. Let They've me ask to... you guys a question. I don't want to spend too much time on this because I don't want to be like biased or weird. Does Lukaku start this game? Yes. I think he does as well. Mm-hmm. I think he'll start. I don't think it'll be good for him, though. No, neither do I. I don't think I think that's off. why it'll be 1-0. I think the Lukaku experiment will be over after this I season. I think that's why it's 1-0. I made a comment earlier weeks ago. He's not a top four striker in this league. You and did. I stand by it. You did, and I think you're correct in that yeah, assessment. Well, that fucking happens a little too often. I have such a hard time with that. <laughs> no, I'll debate you on that. Well, no, I don't. I don't. Well, uh, not right now. But well, we're one season in. But let's okay, see guys. how it goes. Okay, let's guys. see how it goes. It's Twenty-four years old. Let's what's move. your What's your prediction? two nil for Man United? Okay, that's fair too. Uh, and and I'm going to call the form of the two nil. It's going to be one of those games where it feels like it go one one until very late, and it'll be a late clincher. It will not be an easy two nil. It will fair. be a flatters to deceive scoreline. Goal score predictions. Uh. 
I kind of like Anthony Marshall to do something again. I just feel like he's in right. this weird like vein of form. Kid's awesome. And out of nowhere, Paul Popa, not from the penalty spot. There you go. Okay. French connection. Cardiff City at home to Leicester. I'm going to get weird here and say Leicester are super motivated, and I'm going to go 2-0 Leicester. I... I Feel like it's, to. I'm going to go the other way around. Yeah. I think they're going to be struggle because of how how affected they are by you, the emotional. You want to grieve and then go to Wales? It's, yeah, that's. I'm going to go. I'm going to go two nil Cardiff. I'm going to go the. I'm going to go the human effect. Hey. Yeah, I'm going to go the human effect as well. Uh, hey, could could both be correct? <laughs> that, that's the. <laughs> I'm going to go with a uh, a pretty drab and on a whole kind of sad one, one. low tone of zero, 0 Oh no, no. Who, that was my initial uh, thought, but I'm like, no, Lester have to. Yeah, no, I'm going to go. Else. I could see that. Too, that was actually. me picking with my heart. I could see that bit. too, but no, I'm just stick with, I'll stick with my prediction on that one. Okay, cool. Oh my god, Newcastle at home to Watford. Jesus, I think I'm going three nil. I'm Watford. putting money on this game as fast as possible. I'm going to go two nil Watford. I'm going to go three. Two nil Watford. Newcastle, like Newcastle, are sh- let me ask you a question. Shit. How does Rafa Benitez wake up every morning and continue to manage? I have this no team? idea. It is a baffling. And he's scenario. loved. He's loved. Baffling. The Newcastle scenario. fans entirely, they do. utterly. They have brain. an actual manager so who's fucking weird. Though. A good manager am at I a shitty one? fucking club. At a club that has no ambition am, whatsoever. Am I the only one who ever sees They're Rafa awful. Benitez on the touchline and think? You look like a shitty waiter at a bad restaurant because that, his suits never fit him. Like, they're very awkward. And honestly, take a moment this weekend. If you see one minute of that game, just look at him wearing a suit and you're just like, get listeners, a, get a are, better tailor. These are important things to consider. I think he looks more like a shitty concierge at a shitty restaurant, not a waiter. You guys are... Either or works for me. Just, all right, get, move on. Get, move get, on. What, what, what do you guys have you guys in that the, game? I got, I got two nils. I picked two nils. Two nils. Okay. okay, cool. Uh, but I'm West, not joking. I'm going to put fucking money on that yeah. one. That's my locked up okay. put money down on that game. West Ham at home to Burnley. Ooh, West Ham. Uh, you go first. Connor. You want me to go first on this yeah. one? I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Ah, that was my choice. I'm sticking yeah. with it. 1-1. One, one. I had the same. West Ham are heavy favorites. I think Burnley's I'm actually well. going to go 3-0 for West Ham. Yeah? Yeah. It is away from home. Fuck. I think it's the right thing anyway. So I'm still the going The London Stadium is not I a know. home for anybody. I it's know. a shithole. 1-1. One, one. It's not a good home. It's a shithole. Yeah. 1-1. One, uh, one. Okay. I think it's the right picture. I think you and I will be closer. It'll be a draw. It'll be 2-2. Two, two. It'll be 1-1. One, one. Time yeah. will this tell. This prick's got nothing in the world. Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> and when we check the scores, let's we rewind that comments. Wes. Thanks to our friend in the editing booth. We can have that comment prompted to when I say the score. <laughs> Of the prediction game. Just so you know, there is nobody in the editing booth. It would wait, be me. I am editing. not editing shit. Shall, shall we wait for the game of the weekend? I, no, just I'll, do it. Tape it. Play you it want it now? Yeah. Arsenal at home to Liverpool. This is tasty. This is tasty. This is a tasty tie. No, it isn't. It is. It's tasty because it has a whole bunch of... It is pretty tasty. It's, it, no, says, it, 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 is. it says a whole lot about where... I think it's a wake-up call. This is good. That's for what everybody. makes it tasty to me. Yeah, okay, you, I get up and I'm hungry. That's what's no, tasty. It's tasty for you as a Spurs no, fan. No, it's tasty as a fan of the Premier League. So, what's your prediction then? Uh, I'm trying to get to it. No, well, nuts. Well, I'm trying. Oh, no, go, go back to shit. <laughs> shit nuts. Nuts. Okay. Yeah, sure, I'm trying to your nuts are covered in <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So, so I want to talk about this game a little bit. We got we got an Arsenal side who have been very good. Let's be honest. Like despite me being biased as a Spurs fan, they won eleven in a row. Wait, and you're then a Spurs they drew, fan? And then, shut the fuck up. And then they drew two two to a Crystal Palace side. <laughs> Crystal Palace. Oh, okay. And then Liverpool, who, as we know, are. You know, they're supposed to win or be... No, no, no. As we know, what are they to you? What are they? Also, listeners can't see your emotions. We're not talking about bias, okay? No, what is your opinion on them? I'm I'm trying to get there. Ireland's hands are waving around like he's making a point. (laughs) So, nobody can see Just shut up and let me say it. Let him go. Let him go. Liverpool are a side that are expected to, because we've all had them on our list, at least to finish second. Right, we've all agreed. We all agreed on second. Finished in second, and also challenge for the title. So I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks they are. I don't think that they've. On what basis? Their offense hasn't been as good as it. Other they just than, scored four. It was against Cardiff. Yes. Okay. Previous to that, give me a break. Okay? okay. You know what I'm talking about. We've had this conversation. You agreed with me. No, the last I did. Time. But factor in the Arsenal defense. I'm factoring that in. Okay. So we've got a, an Arsenal defense. We don't know whether they're good or not. Yeah. We've got a, a Liverpool uh, offense that we don't know whether they're ticking on all sides. Is this or where not. the tastiness comes in? This is why I think it's tasty because we're like we don't really know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be it's gonna be tasty. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a three three draw. What? I watch that game all day. <laughs> That's wow. the game I want to watch. I think watch. it's gonna be a lot of goals. Wow. That's three, the game three I want to watch. Fuck! What are you doing? <laughs> Throwing shit out there, bitches. Three three's a big show. Good for you. I like that. It's a fun draw. It's fun. I like that. Hey man, I like it. Uh, three one, and not the most uncomfortable three one in the world for Liverpool. Three one. Three one victory it's for Liverpool. Soul, by the way, at the empty. It's at our, yeah, whatever. Honestly, while he's out of the room, what the fuck is that guy on? Seriously, yeah, fucking wacko. Seriously, let's just talk shit while he's left the room to go. Pee. I can't wait for him to hear this. He's part. just off his nut about. Hey, we shit. want to apologize for Brian. On like, pod, uh, like to all our listeners, yeah. honestly, he does not speak for us. Not at all. We are not all that. It is Weirdly, difficult. Spurs optimism. Up with him. Yeah. You know what's weird? He's the only Spurs <laughs> optimist I've ever met. And it sounds so weird and foreign. So weird. It's like a different language. Sorry, Brian. We know you're going to listen back here, but uh, bud, come on, get a grip. Seriously. Uh, you're going through three one. Is a great, great shout, actually. And I really do mean this. I don't think it'll be that close. Like it'll be a three one yeah. where I think uh, the, the Arsenal's defense are shit. Yeah. They're, they're not good. I know. They're they're. On paper, not good, and in reality, not good. And it's not like one of those kind of on paper where, like, oh, well, maybe they'll be better than they are. Like, it's just not strong. And I feel like they're not that far away from being good. They themselves are not shit. But Liverpool are going to be up for it. Liverpool are are very aware of what's going to happen when City play uh, whoever the hell they're playing this week. Yeah. Um, and it's a tight race, and uh, Salah is on the form. There's just yeah. too, there's too many signs saying Liverpool. So I think I'm going to go Talk. close to what you're seeing, but I don't think they get... Oh, fuck, I kind of do think they get... Nice I'll go I'll go 3-0, Liverpool. 3-0? What? You think Arsenal are going to score? I think it's going to be a wake-up call. At home. Wake-up call. Love it. I think this is going to be the best game in the Premier League season. Season? This specific game. Whole season, this game will be the best. Because it's out of nowhere. Nobody's expecting anything from it. Arsenal are really, really potent going forward. Can I remind you that Wolves are playing Tottenham? <laughs> you can remind me. You think it's going to be the game of the season? Yeah, I think it's going to be really entertaining. So, so are you, super entertaining. Are you now, because at the beginning of the season, and we started the pod, 
you had nothing, and I don't think you were being biased, but I you had nothing but bad things to say about Arsenal in a justifiable sense, I yeah. thought. Yeah. They've surpri- they're, the, yeah. for me, the most surprising team of the season. Fair show. They are. Like, despite Wolves, you know, there's other teams that have been very good, Watford as well. Arsenal are kicking it going forward. But you're but, seeing they're going to go, they're going to score three goals yeah. against that Arsenal defense. And no, I'm Liverpool, sorry, the Liverpool defense, defense excuse yes, me. Yes, I think it's really? been an incredibly open game. I think you're going to okay. see Liverpool go at them and then Arsenal's counterattack is going to be something Liverpool haven't experienced yet and, and they're going to be really 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 good going forward watch this space yeah. Wolverhampton wonders at home to an unknown team Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> an unknown team you're just a dick no <laughs> no 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 I'm a dick nuts <laughs> you're a shit nut shit nuts you have shit um, shit all over your nuts this is an interesting one Brian what are your thoughts after today going into this game uh, I think Spurs are looking better I think we're more organized I think going into it it's an away game and Wolves, Wolves you know they're pretty good at home so I think it's going to be tight I think it's going to be tough I think um I think we're going to win the game. I think it's going to be really close. I'm going to go 2-1 Spurs. I'm going to go 2-0 Spurs. I'm also going to go 2-0 Spurs. I mean, that's probably a good shout. But I think we have we have mistakes in us. I think we've if you watch what we've done in the last three or four games, we've given up goals that we shouldn't right on a regular basis for a defense that used to be one of the best in the league. And I think despite Wolves not scoring a lot of goals, we'll probably give them one. Sure. And so that's why I'm going to go. They've for got it. some dangerous players. I don't see it at all. I think you're you're looking at one of the the better defenses in the league against a team that cannot score. I just don't see. Have you seen? Have you have you seen the goals we've we've given up in the last three or four? Yeah, games? that's true as well. All every one of those goals. Is They've a got some guys mistake. who can deliver a ball into the box of wolves. Uh, yeah, we, we have defensive mistakes in us, and they'll score on a defensive mistake. But we have enough going yeah. forward. We'll win the game. Two one. Yeah, that's a fair show. I look at this game. This is one of those weird games where. Uh, it's this weird mentality of almost scouting other teams to see who's worthwhile to like pick up and bring to like Man United or any other club. So I'm going to look at this game and just keep an eye on Neves and find out are are some concerns about his pace and his ability to move around the pitch justified? Because if he can perform well against Tottenham, then I that's like a, it's almost one of the final pieces of the puzzle whether or not he should be playing someplace higher level than Wolves which is probably guaranteed he should be playing higher than Wolves but somewhere top four in Premier League if he can do well against Tottenham this is going to be a real uh, eye-opener I haven't fully decided on him but I I watch him and he can spray a ball and he's a smart player but he needs to move and operate at the speed that a Harry Winks moves and operates at he's he's, he's a slower guy keep an eye on that guy yeah Manchester City at home to Southampton I'll start us off 4-0 for Manchester City, just to be clear. Sorry, which game was this? It's City at home to Southampton. <laughs> oh, God. 4 0. I don't think it's that crazy. It's, it's no, it's not crazy at all. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head yeah. crazier or in third grade. I, like, I mean, if one of you goes six to the five, nil. I might be like, yeah, maybe I should have went five. I'm going to go six nil. That's fine. And guess what? Also possible. Southampton are not going to score against City. Yeah, at home, City's at home. Man, City are going to score a shit ton of goals against Southampton. They're terrible. Yeah, They're Southampton terrible. Or twenty-four to one. Yeah, hey, uh, put some money on that. One nil Southampton. <laughs> so, uh, oh my we had talked about previously that we would throw in the occasional fantasy football tip. 
Yeah. This is a game where I, mean, I, I strongly think Kevin De Bruyne has a fucking... Remember me? Hi, guys. Remember me? Remember um, what I can do? No, I got to stick Goal with Goal and two assists. Fantastic performance. Yeah. And fresh from not having started uh, against Tottenham. I think De Bruyne manufactures a complete shellacking here. I think 4-0, 6-0. We're all in the same. Like, how how do you guess how many goals these guys are going to score? Do you throw him back straight into the starting lineup if you're Pep? Or do you still ease him in? In you this know? game, yeah. But here's He's the thing, been eased in. He is being... He's already yeah, been right, right He goes into this game and he destroys Southampton. He even looked good when he came on Yeah, today. man. He's, he's like... He's now he's waist good. deep into so the hot bath. Yeah. He's, he's eased in. So he starts... I hate him. Yeah, I think so, so. so the I final point is, and, I, and, and Paul and I were touching on it earlier, and Brian, I'd love to get your opinion. Who makes weight in this team now when De Bruyne comes back? So Paul thinks it's Bernardo, Bernardo Silva. So. Yeah. But he's had such a good start to the season. He's not De Bruyne. Yeah. Sorry. You're no. good. Who is? They've been very good, but De Bruyne makes them better. But the second... The position that he needs to be given up is, is where... The second Pep doesn't like what Sterling's doing... Bernardo Silva's playing right wing. But St- but Sterling's been really like he's good, com- he's competition for more than one spot. He's Leroy Sané, Leroy Sané, Sané, whatever. Is he the odd man out now? He's yeah, the odd seemingly, man. Seemingly, yeah. yeah. Weird. He was so good last. How year. is there an odd man out at City? I mean, I guess that's you the reality. You can't you can't miss Playing a couple time. games. You miss a couple games at City. You're not the odd man. Out. One of them you're, gets you're injured. Just rotation. You get it back. In. They rotate. They got so depth. well. They got depth. They're all good. The depth in that team is disgusting. So like Bernardo boy. Silva last year. All right, year. let's move on. You, you don't think he played? I don't want to talk about them. We but just he lost played them in today. every game. But you got to do that sometimes. You got to do that. You got to do it sometimes. Done. I'm just gonna say this one thing because Bernardo <laughs> Silva. No bias. He didn't play. No, like, it is bias. I don't give a fuck. All right. All right I okay. fucking lost that team today. That's clear. Bernardo Silva Tom last Hotspur last season didn't play a lot of games. Is what I'll it kill you felt in the like. face. It, it, it didn't feel like he played like a lot of games. He played practically every single Premier League game. Just he came off the bench. So Pep will give guys minutes. He's so no, I'll agree with that. You, you get that we're not co- combatants here, right? This is not fucking no, CNN. I'm in, I'm in combatant mode. He is because he turn it fucking down. Let's move yeah, on to the next fucking team. because they lost. Yeah, the city. fucking city Sometimes are too good. Damn city it, are one of our, our, they're our so good. Exactly, but they're Fuck. one of they're one of our arch rivals. You know how much it pains me to speak so nicely they're of them. So I don't good. have a choice. Exactly, they're that. Who good. would you rather have win, Man, Man City or uh, Liverpool? Oh, I'd rather have Man City. It's an easy. It's an easy. Not, thing. I don't, dude, anyone that says Liverpool is yeah. not a United fan, yeah, fucking it's true. Liverpool. I, I think not. You're not a football fan. Well, because yeah. City are only City because of the money. Goddamn right. Liverpool have a history, and they they won because of the team that they are. I think Correct. you misunderstand Different. what we just said, though. No, we, I don't we, misunderstand. We, it we said Man City. I don't. I agree with you, Man City. We would rather Man City win. Yeah, I would agree. That's my point. Yeah, no, you're both on the same page. Completely why, agree. You why, picked him up wrong. I'm surprised though. Like you mentioned that city, I would rather city bought a title. I would for you guys as if you're if I was a United fan, I would rather see City win it because Liverpool have got a history. Sure. Yeah. City do not. And I guess close, what I was saying, we're also like, close to them. And what turned me off won. is that you were answering for us instead of for yourself. And I said yourself, that. He I got say, it. Hey, you did. Is that not a big moment for Brian? Are you proud of him? He said he got it. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it just. <laughs> Without mysteriously putting yourselves in our shoes without being asked to do Wasn't that. Wasn't mysterious. I'm asking you as a Tottenham fan, as Brian yeah. Ireland sitting here, who still would rather you rather win? City win it. You would still rather see yeah. City. Same, for the same reasons. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because the money bought it. Yeah. And the money is bought. Money ain't coaching. 
Well, you know what? Money bought the coach. Money bought the coach. And the coaching is fucking tight. Let's give it credit. Because oh, yeah. I don't care if money bought it. Can't deny it. I just think, you know what I think of it is? For me, from a, from a Tottenham perspective, Liverpool fans are fucking pricks. I don't like them mm. very much. I, I like think Brian. they're condescending. I like Brian Brian's right not wrong. I think they think He's not wrong. I think they they've always thought they're better than they are. Just they won a bunch in the in the pre in a in the past, and they think that that gives them the right to be dickheads, and it doesn't. You're dickheads. Don't be fucking dickheads. Sorry, Brian Ireland. <laughs> Brian Ireland for president. Honestly. I, I thought he couldn't say anything <laughs> summer for the like however long this podcast is he just said such dumb shit and then he just goes and totally dumb shit come on what redemption was I've that I said dumb shit Man. I always say smart shit I'm a okay. smart okay right, last game we were down uh, here we spent a lot of time on that one guys that was good quality pod going on right now last game of the week Chelsea at home can we all agree Liverpool shit Okay. Fuck. <laughs> we'll get final question on that before we move. We need a Liverpool fan Quick to come here and, and what if Liverpool were given the same amount of resources in the next two years? They have them money wise. They no, have. they no, they don't. Not even close. Not even close. How much money have they spent compared to the city? Let the, let them finish the question. Now, if they are given the same amount of resources in the next two seasons, with Klopp at the helm, can he buy the right team and the right players to beat City in the next two years? No, it would be tight, but probably not. I think It'd be close. No. It'd be close though. Yeah, Klopp's good. Yeah, he is very good. Klopp's good. Chelsea at home to Crystal Palace. I'll start you off here. Quick, quick, two nothing Chelsea. This is Chelsea at home to Palace. Chelsea's not that four, free flowing. Four nil Chelsea. Four. It can't always be four nothing unless your city. Or right now, sometimes Liverpool. I'm sorry. Are you are you telling me what I can't can and can't? I predict? just don't think they're that free Who's flowing. This of a, I don't think they're that free flowing. What are they? What, was, what What? How many goals did they score in the last game? Four. You arrogant motherfucker! Fuck you and your your you your think thought you that you come on this podcast. <laughs> tell tell me what to think. What? <laughs> Go with two one. You want to predict predict my own fucking scores for me, motherfucker? Hey, Brian's gonna take three one. <laughs> I'm gonna are you gonna I can do an imitation of you and you make your it. predictions for you. Brian said 4 0. Okay. You said 4 0? 4 0 for Chelsea. That's no. what set you off on your little rant. Yeah. What the fuck are you been drinking? Oh, well, maybe it did. Yeah. Good thing you're skipping <laughs> hockey. You thought I was being biased. No, I didn't. I just don't know that there are like the four nothing. He was three. so busy reacting to what you said, yeah. and he forgot what you forgot said. actually, or I forgot actually, to listen to what I actually said. I actually did. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> four nothing. Eight. Well, I love hey, that I'm sitting in the middle of you guys. I was just gonna say, let's see what Paul goes with in the middle. I'm gonna go one nil for Chelsea. Yeah, I, they still they don't have a lot Palace? of goals in them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna smoke them. That's not. Well, they could. The thing is, it could be either. It could I, I be one don't it could think be that Chelsea have that many goals in them. I know they just won big in the weekend, but I just don't think that all of a sudden they're an offensive team. They still have that issue of where are the goals coming from. I think it's Hazard probably is going to be the guy who scores, but I think 4 0. 1 0. So, Crystal Palace is not as bad as Cardiff, though, right? I think. I mean, come on. Would you not agree? Or do you just think they're... I think they're right on the cusp. you think they're bad. flowing? They're pretty shit. I, and I do think they're flowing. I think, yeah. I think Chelsea are getting better. Yeah. Every, hey, every do you guys week. remember the uh, the week I was gone and you guys talked about how great Crystal Palace were? They were playing well. It was well. like the yeah. second yeah. week. Okay. And they were playing well. They were. Uh, we, stand, very we stand good. by that podcast. I don't want to name names, but one of you said top four finish. I said nobody said top <laughs> four. I said top eight. This is what I said. <laughs> He's got to make it shit up. Make himself um, feel better about the Does world. Ross Barkley start this game? Yes. Does he score? Yes. No. Wow. No. You know what he does? He assists. Yeah. At least one. one. 
Do I put him into my fantasy team? You should. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you I'm not should. gonna lie. Against yeah. Palace, I'm genuinely thinking about doing it tonight. Palace are too cheap. terrible. Yeah, how much? Is the rotation is on a thing. It's like no. five point two. Yeah, I'm bringing him in tonight. Palace yeah. are terrible. Not <laughs> I actually might be taking Nevis. And Palace don't score goals. Palace don't score. Guys, actually, Brian Ireland fantasy football tip. Uh, Ross Barkley, bring him in your team. I From would. Brian. Brian just said yes. He's not a fantasy player. And you know what? It's a great tip. Absolutely would. It's a fucking great tip. Absolutely would. He's been brilliant lately. Okay. Everton versus Birmingham. And now it's time for... Uh, We didn't cover the Everton game. (laughs) Which one? Everton. Oh, fuck. We forgot. Is there a Monday game? You didn't list the Everton game. Because Everton suck. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Everton's played well. Um, And Fulham. I don't think I heard Fulham being said. uh, We talked about Fulham, didn't we? Nope. There's a uh, Huddersfield Town Your job in this game segment on the is Monday. to list the fucking games. Oh, you're right. I know I'm right because it's your job. It's pretty obvious. I blew it. Everton yep. at home to Brighton and Hove Albion. I don't know. We're going to go. What, I know what I got. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to go 1 0 Everton. 1 0. I'm going to go 1 all Everton. 1 uh, all. Maybe. But they're away from home. Yeah. I don't know. Brighton. Been, Brighton been good. Well managed. Yeah. We'll go 2-0. Uh, Everton. Yeah. I don't think Brighton on the road are good. And I think Everton uh, at home are starting to like... Well, what about the game of the week? Gomesh. Has anybody like been paying attention to Gomesh in the midfield of uh, mm, Everton? Good player. Yeah. Good player, but he, he was like a highlight reel. He was like a YouTube highlight reel before he got sold to uh, Barcelona of these like long, mazy runs. And he's a big six-foot-three kind of guy, so mm. it was pretty impressive. And he... Like outside of his boot scoring, like he just did all these things, and you see him Everton, he's like just playing really basic, but good, it's, but it's, good, but like it's totally man, it's uninspired. Management, though, dude. So That's here's my question is. for you: Who was good for Everton against Manchester United? Here's the answer: No one, no one, not one player stood out for me in that from game. Everton. Yeah, they were pretty poor. Yeah, that was one of the worst performances I think they've had this season. I thought United were good, but I thought Everton were poor. <clears throat> but I think United made them. Look that way. Yeah. That? Like you think you yeah. got to give United credit in that scenario? I think they played really well. Oh, Seamus Coleman was okay. I All guess. right, who gives a fuck? We're not going to get into no, United no game stuff. of the week. Game of the week right here. Game, forget Huddersfield Fulham. Oh, game of the week. <laughs> Fucking put me down right now. Zero zero. The two worst teams in the league at the moment. Nil nil. The two worst teams in the league at the moment. Which means they need to get a result. Out Three of this game. nil Fulham. Oh fuck, dude. Yeah. Bottom the a. Hey, Battle of the basement. This is this is this is a this is two teams that should be in the championship, and they they that Fulham Fulham are playing at their level here, and I think you're going to see the the, the best out of a Fulham team yep. that are shit. Yep. So, so three 0 Fulham for me. Guess what? Huddersfield are the favorite. That means that Vegas thinks Fulham are the worst team in the league. They are. Well, no, you're right. The home factor is huge. It does. This is one of the things I love about the Premier League because bottom of the table team is playing in any other sport in North America. There's usually an incentive to be a loser because there might America. be a good draft pick. Yeah. With this, it's like, well, if you want to finish outside the, the bottom three, you need to beat the other runners in the bottom three race. So these games all of a sudden have so much Huge more influence both these teams. than yeah. any other combination of like shitty teams playing each other in North American sports. So that's why the summer buys are so important to these guys when they get into the Premier Changing that totally. to 2-0 Fulham. 2-0 Fulham. Yeah, 3 was aggressive. Uh, they, don't, they don't have enough goals in them. Yeah. So 
That's, that's my rant about why I love the Premier League and why I love the the bottom of the table race because games that shouldn't matter, that should be somewhere fast, that shouldn't fucking influence our weekend. All of a sudden, I'm going to make time for this game because I know how important it is to both these teams. Both, it's a big game. <clears throat> and I'm going to say 3-2 Fulham. Oh, shit. That's yep. a lot of goals. You, you, got, you know why? Because you love the magic of Monday night. Magic of Monday night, man. Do we do, do we do do we two teams that need to win? Maybe maybe we can make the magic of Monday night the magic of of our podcast. The if you do, I can make it. it. You know? oh, the game? Well, maybe maybe we make sure that like we do post pod after the. If we do post pod, we on could, Monday, we could I literally can guys. We could literally come here and watch it. We could have it on, that, on that screen, and we could do a live to air uh, version of the pod. Well, guys, if you do that... I'm just throwing things out there, guys. I can be a participant. If so, you don't do that, I'm in Scotland. If you guys are into that, I send, can us, do that. send us a message at the, uh, the North End Podcast at gmail.com. I can actually do that next week. All right. Well, I think that's the thing. I hope our audience appreciated us scheduling our next podcast. We love that you were played an influencer role in that. <laughs> we did it right in front of you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> now it's time for the Rambo. I got nothing else. That's to like say. the worst introduction to the Rumble I've ever heard in my entire Can life. Can you do it a little bit more like the uh, get ready to rumble guys? It should it should at least rumble in some way. Let's get ready to rumble. It's okay. He's got like a throatiness. Yeah, he needs a bit more bottom end. Yeah, throatiness. He needs a bit yeah. more. Let's get ready to rumble. Why don't you just say ramble instead of rumble? I did say ramble. Yeah. Sounded like rumble. Well. Well, he's <laughs> he's stealing a fairly established, yeah. like it's called it's called your dissonance there, bud. Yeah. When you hear something, you want it to, maybe? you want it to sound the way I'm going to give it. it I'm going to give it a go, and then I'm going to try to really enunciate the ram. Okay, go for it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Let's get ready to ramble. It's not bad. It's you not needed bad. a little bit more baritone. I still think I was better. A combo oh, of you two doing yeah. it together would be good. Yeah. Mine was horrific. He was terrible. We should practice. <laughs> we should practice. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you can't get more than one take. Know, Everyone just, gets one. Nobody, so we're, we're there's no rules here, bud. Oh, yeah, it's ramble time. <laughs> Anything goes as a ramble. Goes. To clarify, during our drunken ramble, all we've done is like yell, ramble! <laughs> I actually don't think we have anything to say so I do. on that note. I do. Oh, you do? I do. I want to ask one oh, thing. I was going to end it. How do you think Thierry Henry is going to do in his managerial debut with Monaco? I don't think he's set up for success. I don't in think Monaco. this makes it on the podcast. Not initially, and I hope they give him a little bit. Hey, of Anything I want makes it on the fucking ramble. <laughs> anything I want makes it on the ramble. <laughs> anything any of us want. Edits. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm the audio engineer here, motherfucker. So if you want to put something on there, it better be good. If it's I shit, can't argue that. Bye bye. But it's serious. So like, for example, we can say, "Hey, what did you do last night?" And then he can fill in a Disney voice answering, "Convery, what did you do last night?" Oh, I just sucked the guy's dick. I got ready to rumble. <laughs> I can't wait till you listen back to the pod. With that, anyway. um, uh, how do you think he's gonna do? I. How do you tell if a, a, if a that Monaco player can be a good manager? Like I, I don't know, I don't know anybody either. on the outside. You hope that you hear good, positive things from people who've worked with them. You hope that players are saying uh, encouraging. I have an opinion thoughts. on that. I have an opinion on that. Okay. How do you? Well, I think it's it, you see them players who are good leaders on the team, players who are captains, players who who have an an obvious influence on the quality of the team that they played on and how they played based on the, their ability to dictate it as a, either a captain or a leader 
in the position that they played in. That that's a player that's likely going to well, be reasonably successful as a manager. And that well, was I think. him. That was him. Not all the time. But I guess the difference he is was that guy. I, well, I can what, say no. He wasn't. Though. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. No, he wrong. He was a striker who scored a lot of dude. Like, he was a leader on the team, man. Maybe not early on, but the last like three or four years he was there, he was a leader on that. And who was the captain? At the time, it, it, Vieira was long gone at that point. Wow, well, guys, let's be fair. I like think he was the captain. He was time. also on Barcelona. He was also yeah. in New York. He had a long career. I'm not where saying he, was, he wasn't a quality player. You're just saying he wasn't. A that's leader. not. That's not saying that Strikers. he's a quality player. What I'm saying is, don't don't look at his time in Arsenal. Whether he's a leader, and remember that he played for a long time as the veteran player for a lot of, course, of different clubs. Of yeah. he, I, I think he was a bit of a leader. No, I'm I'm not saying he wasn't a leader. I'm just saying he wasn't the type of player. Who led a team the same way, uh, like a, a like a, a Ryan Giggs, for instance, leads a team, or 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 a, a Michael Carrick, just to give you guys a bit of a, a reference, like like a, a central defensive midfielder or a center back, somebody who like can see the entire game and understands it. I'm not saying he's not going to be good because he was an incredible player, a very very good player. There's potential there. I just think that I think that I'm 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 a little bit weary in that what he'll succeed the same way that other player managers have based on the position and the, the leadership that they held within sure. the club that they were in. Clubs, so clubs that they were in. There's this old uh, wise... Like, fuck, I don't even know if it's wise true. Wise like, tale? I would say it's like a wives' tale. Handmaid's tale? Handmaid's tale. Bunch um, of <laughs> this, this mythos that a player of exceptional skill may have a hard time managing players because they oh, don't, I don't... think that's appropriate. They don't get why they don't see a certain pass why they can't do a certain thing because they themselves, they even years out of the game, could have done that. Yeah. So players have said things like, I was asked to do certain things by Maradona and I couldn't and he was really frustrated by my inability to do that but it's because it, to Maradona it's like, well, I'll fucking... Just do it. Just do it. Like, I could do it. And I think, like, even North America, Gretzky had the same issue. Gretzky has, like, has gone fairly in-depth about the subject where he had to adjust his way of thinking to what he would have done as a player to what is a realistic expectation for the players that he has to be able to do, yeah. and that's a big personal curve. That Expectations he compared to reality. Yeah, so, and I, yeah. I, again, I don't, I don't have an answer for if Thierry Henry is going to be a good manager or not, but I do know the the journey from being a great player of any sort, of any form, leadership or not. Uh, and certainly, you would hope a leader would be a better manager. But then you look at like a guy like Keane for United, who I would say is fucking a gong show of a manager, a psycho, just fucking screaming at everybody. All yeah, the but he did place. that on he did that. And he did that, but that was leader. also that was also contextually yeah. like a, a certain period of time, totally, where that was an acceptable response. Yeah. He did it the and then the like, team too. Yeah, like it was okay to be like a total fucking shit show in yeah, that way at the time. At the time. And then yeah. there's players who have had you long storied managerial careers who had very short. Not that impressive player in careers. Sir Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson was, is maybe the most extraordinary. Jose Mourinho. But uh, never Mancini. Kicked the, never kicked the football. Uh, I believe it. I'm going to take a drip of it wrong here. But Mancini terrible, managed terrible uh, player, but Man right City now. was a player, and he was just a fucking... No, he made the Italian World Cup team. He was easy. Or uh, what's his fuck? The, the nut job for Atletico Madrid. He was in Argentina. Oh, um, fuck. What's his name? Simeone. Diego Simeone, he was a decent player too. Still, was a decent player, but not like anything yeah. that. Pochettino, you could say the same thing. Pochettino, like, and these are guys where I think well, he was a great player. Regardless, but he was also of, like very much like your stalwart central defender, yeah, yeah. who wore the wore the armband and yeah. was like, "I'm going to lead." And, and it was like, who did he play? It's, for? it's weird. It's almost like I uh, played for a bunch of teams. Uh, Paris Saint, PSG played for. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. PSG before they got yeah. PSG, uh, and it's weird. PSG. But like, you would almost, you almost, I have a suspicion that. 
when you're not that talented, you kind of have to work harder to know the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that maybe it's harder for it's a true, talent right? manager, like an Henri as a player who is so talented to go off into management. I don't know if I can easily say this player was so fucking above everybody else in terms of quality that he's a fantastic manager. Zidane is probably the only guy that immediately yeah. comes on to, to mind, but even Zidane, thoughts there's, on there's Zidane, thoughts though. that he's not that great a manager for league success and he's had really good tournament success but so what do you guys think about that though because i think that's that's an important point do you think where do you see zidane going next Bayern munich do you think he'll be successful and why no i don't i think here's the thing i think he did exceptionally well in those three champions leagues year but i think you should be measured he inherited a peaking well that's the thing we would all agree with that 100 like a peaking team like all of those players like modric bale Ronaldo, yeah. fucking. There's, there's a couple Brand, of comments well, that have Brand's been made by younger. certain people. Like Wayne Rooney's made the comment, Sir Alex Ferguson, a bunch of other non United players. And, and, and I want to get your both of your opinions on this. Your league title, which is where you spend most of your time and effort, should be your priority over everything every year. It I would should agree be. with that. It should be. And yeah. how many, it's the hardest thing to do. How many league titles did Zinedine Zidane win? Zero. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a situation where. To and lose, I think that's to, to lose point, to Barcelona, Barcelona, yeah, like that's and Atleti. That's like Celtic losing to Rangers year after year, but then winning a cup. Like it's cool yeah, that the they Champions won the cup. Is yeah. a whole other level of a cup. Yeah, it's a great so it's significant like that, cup. There's like still that. a tournament. Though. There's that though. It's I know, but the, you have to take into account that the Champions League is the best tournament there Agreed. is. Agree, agree. Like even more so than the league, despite the league, I think being the hardest thing to win in any in any country you're in, it's the hardest to win because it's the longest the duration. Yeah, you know, thirty-five what never, games over the longest period of time, being the best team over that period of time and winning the most games and the most points. Yeah. that's the hardest thing to do. I've oh, never yeah. sat with a like, Real Madrid the fan best and a Barcelona fan. Yeah, I would love to have that conversation with a Real fan and a Barcelona fan. How they have, value it? To have one say, "Well, we fucking won Champions League three years in a row." And say, "Well, you fucking lost the league three years in a row." Yeah, like, it'd be interesting because it. W- yeah. I think it would vary. I think, I think no, some I think of them. Varies, some of them would yeah. be like, "Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give yeah. a fuck about the league. We won the Champions League." I think for this Champions League, what would you take right now? Would you take the Premier? League title this year or the Champions League? What would I take or yeah, what I want? As a Spurs fan. What uh, would I want? Yeah, you get to pick one right now. You could win. The Premier League. There you go. Every time. Oh, no. Every time. No, that's a wrong Every answer. Time. I would take a Premier League this year over a Champions League. Oh, that's a wrong answer. No, for me it's The not. Champions League is a tournament and anything can happen in a tournament. Any result can I love happen from this. I think, you I think a, so league title, a league title, a league title, is the most difficult thing to win. That's right. That's why I respect it's it. the hardest. I respect the hardest shit out of the Champions League, but especially in England, Spain, not so much. There's yeah. three teams, two and a half teams. Yeah. In England, winning a league title, the hardest thing to big win. Big deal nowadays, yeah. man. Big but deal. Winning a Champions League title is a. It is. It's massive, but it's not as hard. It's, it's not as hard. Think about the amount if, of games you have to win. If it's not clear, Paul. my answer is a Champions League title. Yeah, Paul. easily right now. Think about the amount of games you have to play. That's why, I, and the amount of time amount, I emotionally let me, let me, invest in it. That's why. Let me I let me let me just put this out there because I think it's important. The amount of games you have to play, the amount of games you have to win in the in the amount of games you have to play to to finish as the winner of that tournament. Like measure that compared to the amount you have to win. In a, in, a, in a league, whatever league it is, whether it's the Premier League, whether it's La Liga or, or, or Serie A or whatever the fucking league you're in, to get to the, to, the, the, to the Champions League final is way easier. Way, way easier now, than it is to win I'll the league. I'll be very clear about this. Way easier. I think you're coming at it from a point of logic, which I totally get. Well, it's a point of... But for yes, me, very it's, much a, a, it's a subjective prestige. 
And I think Champions League has more prestige than a domestic title. I would agree. And I am coming at this from a from a You're both kind of right. From it a Man United preference. fan basis where we've won the Premier League. So for me, well, we've also won Champions, and we've won Champions League. But like as of right now, it's not like Fuck it's, you both. It's How not about that? filling a hole for us. <laughs> Champions League is the more prestigious, and as of right now, I'd be like, that's whoa. If I could have that tomorrow, I'm, I'm not getting this. But like if I if I could get it tomorrow, it just would mean a little bit more to me. But if you told me that uh, the result would be Liverpool winning the league, glory hunters, you if are. I could win, if I could win the Champions League, but the result would be that the Premier League would go to Liverpool, change my answer. I would lose the Champions League as long as they did not win the Premier League. I would, I would, I, I wouldn't even want to win the Premier League as long as I took away the hey, chance of them winning. Brian, would you take the Premier League if it involved? Well, this, it doesn't work this year, but Arsenal winning the Champions League. If we won the Premier League, they won the Champions League. Same year, absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, wouldn't care at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it would, it would I'm suck. okay with them winning. It would suck. Be like, oh, the, my rivals won the Champions League, and if we were in it and we lost to them, that, you know, there's some factors involved there. But if we won the Premier League, I'd be like, Ha-ha! fucking the best team in England for an entire season is the hardest thing to do in yeah. any league anywhere in the world. Period. Yeah. That's that's the fucking shit. I don't give a fuck the prestige. You can have your prestige. You can wank your prestige and be like, ooh, Champions League. Woo, woo, woo. I don't give a fuck about it. Winning the Premier League is the hardest thing to do. How do you, feel, how do you feel about it, though? That's it. <laughs> I think I just said it. Can we just wrap this on the notion that on, on the heels of the statement, hardest thing in the world to do. Let's not forget Leicester City did that. Yeah, and good for fucking them. What I'll, do you mean? I think it's the greatest sporting achievement it's ever. It's amazing. No, no. It even, it even it, it adds to the point of their of their what they've been able to do. Oh my god! I, I challenge anyone to tell me a greater sporting achievement. There isn't that. one, really. Correct. There isn't one. And you know what? On that note, congratulations to them on that title. Yeah, and and, uh, and, and obviously again, uh, shout out to Lester and their well, Lester week, family and to the football family and everything. That's we were cool. all in some way or another fans of Lester that season, and I think in the last days. Uh, fans right now we've been reminded certainly cheers uh that's the end of the north end podcast we'll see you next week gentlemen uh bye-bye this is the north end this is the north end this is the north end this is the north end